You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Coming to you live from Hollywood Boulevard, California. Pre-recorded deep into a CAD-like computer program where the only way out is a digitally build your way out. Kind of like The Sims. It's Failing Hollywood. I'm your host, Mikey T. And with us, almost as always, but less frequent now, we got Props Boy Freddy. Props Poppy. Props Poppy. Okay, close enough. And then we also have... Grant, who has been here way more frequently. <laughs> yeah. Wait, didn't we come up with a name for you last episode? Oh, G Money. Uh, G Money. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's what we. That's what I like to go by. <laughs> okay, we got G Money Grant. <laughs> here we go. Um, we have a guest today. The first guest we have had in quite a while. Um, a very dear friend of mine. She is a production designer. She's production designed American Horror Stories, Into the Dark, Liza on Demand. Are only a few. Um, so I've worked with her very closely. Uh, we have Eve McCartney on. Hey. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Thanks. Welcome. Glad to be here. Yeah. So we've had production designers on before, right? Have we? I think Jeremy. Jeremy was a production oh, designer yeah. on. But we had him on. His was a way different episode because we were camping out in the woods. And I think we decided to... Rec- that podcast when we were like obliterated Fun. <laughs> which yeah. came to yeah it was it was very good content <laughs> um and actually because th- we have a game that we play sometimes where we pick a bunch of subjects out of a hat pretty much and then make a storyline and that yeah. was one of our bests i think do a little elevator pitch yeah do the ele- elevator pitch and it was definitely very very interesting but your credit list is definitely a little bit more extensive um so for all those people at home that don't know um, can you define what a production designer is on a on a film set and what they do? Sure. Uh, the production designer is responsible for running the art department mm-hmm. and designing basically the world of the film or TV show. Yeah. It's pretty m- the most concise way to say it. Yeah. I think in, in college, and did you go to film school at all? I didn't go to film school. No. I did go to film school, and at the film school that I went to, I think it was, we, had, we had a production design class and we had two art direction classes. I think there was something else that was like about there was no props class, so that's kind of where I was able to fall into it. But they taught us there that the whole creative vision is ultimately behind the minds of three people, and that is the director, the DP, and the production designer. And with them, you get your whole trickle of other departments that falls out. Yeah, they call it the Trinity of filmmaking. The Trinity of filmmaking. It was something I learned back in the day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, I've yeah. never heard that. I like it, that, though. It, yeah, it's in, it's in a production design book I read. Yeah? It's pretty cool, though. Yeah. It's got I this would... pyramid, right? And then it's DP designer, yeah. director at the top. Yeah, I'd say so. And then, yeah, so then the pyramid keeps mm-hmm. <laughs> trickling down after that. Yeah, branches off. We get our drops every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Freddie. <laughs> um, how, where did, you, where did you start? Like, how... Why did, what got you into production design in the first place? I was living in New York. Um, I was unhappy in my current job as an art director at an advertising agency. It was just a, a bit boring. You were an art director at an advertisement agency? Yes. So what's the difference between that and it, the onset? It's not, it's not much, actually, but funny you bring that up because that year I watched the Oscars, and it was the art direction Oscar, and I'm like, what is it? What does that art director yeah. do? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm an art director, what yeah. is, you know, because I was kind of searching for something else. Yeah. And I started to look into it. I'm like, I can do that. I can do that. I already know about that. I had studied art history. So it all just kind of fell into place for me. But an art director at an advertising agency, you're running campaigns. So it's similar 
I guess, to running a, a film. But you have account people that are managing the more logistical side, whereas I have to also manage a lot of logistics on a f- film or TV set. Um, and let's see what else. We, w- we were doing a lot of direct mail, retail signage. Sometimes it would be TV ads or newspaper ads, but it, it was it was very tactile. Yeah. And it was very locked to the brand. So if you're doing Camel Cigarettes, let's say, right, which yeah. is one of the brands, mm. um, you're using tans and blues. There were there were certain guidelines. Like is that like with with like food? They say like red is is more tr- makes people hungrier or something like that. I don't know. Or that would make like sense because there's red in almost every fast food franchise logo. Uh, yeah, exactly. You look at that. Um, but you know, I, I early on did some commercials, and you know, if you're on a Home Depot commercial, you can't have blue. If you're on Lowe's, yeah. you can't have orange. That right? Makes it's sense. that thing. So it's that kind of world that you're living in. You have your account side. You have your creatives. I was on the creative side. I'm at a desk eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. There were times when it was fun when we were pitching campaigns, like we we pitched Virgin, and we were up super late coming up with ideas, and that was exciting and that was fun. And I went on a photo shoot. We went out to Lake Powell actually. Oh, cool! And I was kayaking, and that was really cool. And we did this whole photo shoot for a direct mail campaign, and that's my first taste of production, I think, in the true sense of the word. Yeah, the traveling, the excitement, waking up at dawn. All of that, and I, I really liked it, and then it just all kind of fell into place when I. So before you before you went out to Lake Powell and everything, were you you said you were mostly at a desk? Were you doing the graphics yes. for those ads and yes. stuff like that, and putting yes. all those pieces together? Exactly. So each brand, depending on what you get, is like you get a complete list of guidelines from the company or something usually, like that, of what yes. you can't use and you, stuff. Yeah, usually yes, They're, they'll have. We don't want to use this. We'd like to use this. There'll be a brand identity that you're taught at the outset of when you start working for that brand. It's kind of like in, in, in film and like the, the likeness meetings that we have in the beginning to where they're like, Oh, if you have a toy in it, you can't use a Disney character right. or like mm-hmm. that. Exactly. Is that like a good comparison? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. That's interesting. We, you, so what, did you go to college for advertisement then? No. Um, I went to school for communications. Oh, okay. Media and film. I was a little unsure. I initially wanted to go for criminology Really? But they didn't have it at my Did you want to be a cop or? Yeah. I I honestly, I wanted to maybe be in the FBI. Really? I wanted to get my law degree. And then it was a whole different track when I was 19. Um, And then I I was playing water polo at college, right? I got in to play D1 water polo. Oh, damn. Um, And so. Full ride or what? No, they actually (laughs) didn't have scholarships yet because it was the first year. They had just changed from a club. But I did get recruited out of high school i wish they gave me money it's very <laughs> expensive um but it was it was great it was a lot of fun but it was a lot of work and i kind of realized this is a job at this point at this level so um i want to enjoy my college experience so I, I backed off of that but i did study art history i minored in it and that gave me and i've always loved art and architecture and that gave me a really good taste of that in college and i did study some some film stuff. You did study a little bit of architecture and stuff? Well, I had a minor in art history. Oh, okay. So I studied that and I studied, there were, there was like a broadcast TV class I took. There were oh, okay. a couple mm. acting classes. There was, um, cause there's like in communication, there's a rhetoric, there's interpersonal communication. There's all these different kinds. So I got a taste of our side of the business a little bit. And you have, have you always been like super interested in movies and stuff like that too? Cause it seems like you watch every, like I always, we always have in depth conversation about like, a lot of films and like the Oscar nominated stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. So has that interest always been with you? Yeah. Growing up, my mom would rent like three or four blockbuster movies a week or a weekend. I used that to we love would that. go through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch USA up all night. 
Yeah. As, as a teenager, I'd stay up till 4 a.m. watching USA up all night. You know? <laughs> I used to love it. Um, and so I've always had a love of cinema. I just never thought that I could make that a career. Right. I wasn't really aware. And, and I was always artistic. So I was winning art contests as a kid, and I w- could always draw, and I would paint. I had all those skills. I just wasn't using them, and then I went into – you know, a, a newspaper first and then um, advertising. And it's funny because I came out of Villanova. I didn't have that skill set, the technical skill set of uh, Illustrator, Photoshop, you know, product, uh, graphic design. I went back to school. I was actually bartending at the time. I went back to school, studied that. When? This was like... Was this after after your Lake Powell trip or... No, this was before because that's that. how I then got the job. So I... Uh, gotcha. Yeah, I went to school. I got out of school. A little like unsure what I want to do. Did tried a couple different jobs, sales, different different things. Like wasn't really finding my way. Start bartending, making a lot of money bartending. Was doing that for a little bit. My dad's like, "Shame you can't use your art to do something." And one of my regulars at the bar was a professor at this college down the street and said, "We offer all these programs." And I said, "Oh." So I enrolled in all these graphic design programs, and I did that for a year. Paid off my debt, moved to New York, trying to get a job, which was insanely hard i was bartending at four bars initially living up there and living Whoa. in bushwick at the time which was not a nice nice part of brooklyn <laughs> um and i i got the job at the newspaper i beat out like 70 applicants or something oh was, damn yeah and it was a lot at first i was like oh so, my god it was so you were doing a lot of like layups for the um... yeah i would lay out the paper in the afternoon in the morning i'd be doing ads for the mom and pop businesses mm-hmm. that would pay us to you know hey here you know shoe sale or suits or whatever it was restaurants um so i I was doing a graphic design stuff in the morning and then page layout in the afternoon and it's fast it's it's, it was it's a daily so we were just cranking yeah it's funny because on on american horror stories anytime like the script calls for like a newspaper or something like that Mm -hmm. like i always get an email from eve right away it's like i I can handle this part i can i can bust this out in two minutes don't yeah, worry yeah. <laughs> don't worry about the newspaper part yeah <laughs> like oh, okay <laughs> my um my mom used to do that sort of stuff um Very cool. right before everything went digital and then she never learned like the programs to do it sure the programs are tough i mm-hmm. Clark was the one we used back then and now i use indesign yep because that's how i do all my presentations like even my mood boards so it's interesting, my first career really helped me get a, a certain leg up in, in the current career because not a lot of people in my position have the layout skills yeah. or have that knowledge totally. or have mm-hmm. been in the workforce on pressured deadlines, very intense deadlines. Which daily deadlines. Daily yeah. deadlines at the newspaper. And then the advertising agency had similar deadlines. So coming out of that into this, being a bit older, I think helped me in a lot of ways. Um, but I didn't know how to build sets initially. Yeah, that was the so one you didn't, thing. You didn't know a lot about construction or anything like that, or not n- not beyond what I learned from my dad. Yeah, because right? <laughs> my dad's really handy, so we would always do things, and he taught me a lot about like technology and how to hook up cable boxes and you know practical stuff like that. But um, no, I did not know how to build things, and I was petrified of it at first, honestly. Do you do you know now, or yes. do you rely yes. heavily <laughs> on like the construction no. coordinator? No, I I made a point to learn. No, it's. I, a- I, fantastic yeah. i didn't want to be i didn't want to have to be reliant I, you are reliant yeah because it's collaborative mm-hmm. you're right but i didn't want to not understand i didn't want to 
have plans in front of me and not know how to read them and yeah. not know what I was talking about yeah. and rely on other people. Yeah. I want yeah. to know that. Yeah, you want your notes to be justified when you're walking through a set. Absolutely. <laughs> and to be able to know like what the I'm, I'm guessing like you want to know what it's going to take before you ask for something yeah. and how yeah. extensive exactly. the job is. Absolutely. And I what I rely on my team now to tell me if there's a shortcut or a way totally. to save money or time or hey, you know what? Like this lumber is going to be better or this kind of hardware or hinge or whatever it is. Yeah. And if my art director or my construction coordinator says that, I listen, always listen. Of I'm course. Like, Great. Yeah. Does it look the same? Cool. I don't, you know, I don't care. Just yeah. It looks. You hire um, people you trust. <laughs> absolutely. You have to. Yeah. Uh, but I learned, so I learned, I, I did, um, I started doing builds and I did my first big build down in Louisiana in 2010 and I was <laughs> petrified and I had just learned SketchUp. I taught myself SketchUp and I drew up the secret passageway hallway and it was very simple. Ooh. It was not, but we did uh, la uh, lab and plaster, and I I didn't really think it through. It took us a week to plaster the set. Oh, I yeah. had somebody on it. We were just rotating crew through. It was so intense. It was a low like through thing. the night, pretty much. Rocking Til around like the twelve yeah, hour. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. have people like rotating in, yeah. and and I was I was like, oh, I didn't think about like you know, it was just one of those things. You I learned. Um, on on set in that way but it looked great everybody was super happy i stained every flat by hand yeah <laughs> i didn't have any painters yeah. most importantly how did it open was it a book no it wasn't a book <laughs> no. there was a fireplace a trick fireplace where mm -hmm. like the panel slides that was one there were four entries that was like, the other okay. thing like indiana jones style where like the whole thing rotates no, I wish. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have the budget for no, that No, definitely one. not. Yeah. Not the budget for a turntable. <laughs> it's like they're in the house and she pulls up fire poker, right? And cut to the mm -hmm. fireplace replica we built right. outside next to the house. Yeah. It slides open and they enter. Oh, and then we okay. had corners where you could come around a corner. It doesn't go anywhere, but you could pick them up coming down the same hallway. We did a lot of little cheating like that. What was the, what was the job? It was called Zombie Hamlet. <laughs> all right yeah awesome. i'm glad you asked actually that's great there's a version of hamlet for any scenario yeah. <laughs> jason muse from uh jane silent bob was really the, i just watched that, that sounds about right i just watched that community make a porno yeah. last night yeah. <laughs> and shell we had shelly long we had john amos we had a really kind of incredible cast honestly Zombie hamlet yeah it's it's an oldie but it was it was a lot of fun and it's a zany story and, and they're making <laughs> they're trying to make a movie it's actually about our business they're trying to make a movie about uh the civil war and they can't afford to fund you know it's gonna be three million five million whatever it was they couldn't afford to fund it they're given like a hundred grand or something so they're like we're gonna do zombie hamlet <laughs> right like we're gonna do zombie oh, okay. version yeah. of this because we can do it and that's kind of where it came from so it was it was a lot of fun yeah <laughs> i can imagine i went in film school I think because I went to film school. I think we talked about this a little bit last episode, but in film school, I went down to be like a director and like everybody always does. <laughs> and then I got there and I was like, ah, I don't really think this is what I want to do. <laughs> and we took the production design and art director class and I learned how to like build flats and put a set together and how to do scenic and stuff like that. And I, I fell in love with that kind of, or that world anyways. Yeah. So my first jobs coming out were like, art department and then small budget production design and stuff mm. like that and, and, and building and doing a lot of stuff. And then once I realized, I think there was a 
there was a prop table on a little bit of a bigger shows, I always kept getting directed to the toys because I wanted to play with more of the toys. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think I wanted to be responsible for the entire universe after a little while. Because it's... Oh, yeah. It's... And Jackie actually, like, she wanted to be an art director and she realized that too after a while. She's like, it's just the amount of responsibility and the amount of work that gets into it. And mostly because she doesn't get feel like you get the recognition that you deserve a lot of the times, which is totally true. (laughs) Um, So she fell down a little bit too, but uh, yeah, uh, I felt like I was on that path for a little while. I even did construction first out here. You did too, right? Yeah, I did that for about a year and a half. Um, Oh, wow. Just jumping around from shop to shop. That's fun, right? You get to do some cool stuff. It it can be fun, but it can also, like some of the, the people that are in those shops are in those shops because they have no other... Right. skills or like you know they're like oh it's like five o'clock on a friday let's get drunk and like we got to load a truck right, <laughs> what, yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> oh whoops i'm already drunk Sorry, <laughs> <buddy>. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's definitely it, it takes a certain type of person to do that job but i mean when you're good at it there there's some fucking amazing construction crews that you've seen and i think we're going to talk about the academy award stuff in a little bit but um i want to know more about though so you said that your first realization that you wanted to get in the film industry was the the Lake Powell photo shoot. Looking back, yeah, I can see that that was that kind was of a the... turning point that I wasn't aware of at the time. That was that your Catalina sense. wine mixer, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I I just I it was the Oscars and realizing there's another my title exists somewhere else in the universe that seems more fun, mm. and then looking into that and realizing I can do that, I can do that. And the stuff I wasn't super aware of was drawing detailed sets. Yeah. Or how to build certain, like how to build flats. And I learned that very early on in my career. And then I was like, I built flats for movies after that movie in Louisiana. I, I yeah. have a picture of me on a, on a beach in like 2011 building a flat for this like Mexican palapa we were doing for the surf movie. <laughs> yeah. With like, we had two guys building and me and my friend Anne, she was a prop master. And we're just doing it. And we just had to. And, and I really enjoyed those days because it was so hands-on and mm. i and i loved the painting and the aging yeah, and everything all that stuff it was it was a lot of fun the and detail <laughs> the detail and to do it really gave me an understanding later of what all of the jobs take because I've, I've worked with and met people that have and this is there's this is a, a very standard way to come up but you're an art pa you're an assistant yeah, art director you're an art director you're a designer mm-hmm. and you're not ha- you don't have that on set experience no, you, we don't, don't. you don't have that and is that the steps you took no no <laughs> i just started designing what was your so when what if if the powell thing was your catalyst did they have an art director for the photo shoot no we were there as like the brand ambassadors so yeah. we had a photographer and then mike the creative director that's above me is basically that moving person. some stuff around and stuff like that. Like and, let's shoot over here and com, you know compositing things. Yeah. And here's the composition we want for this and and look over here. Um, but after I realized that, I went on Craigslist looking for opportunities. Like immediately, soon in, in, in New York, right? Soon, yeah. Okay. Soon after, and I found this short film called Officer Down, and I applied, and they gave me the job as a production designer or the title was art director but there was no designer okay so yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. and they gave me three hundred dollars and i had three days to do everything just by myself three hundred dollars in three days it, is that your pay or that was for that was the budget that was the budget <laughs> <laughs> i think i made a little more than that um, <laughs> and not much and i was still working full-time so you know it was it was an interesting thing because i could i could never pay my rent and not you can't survive on unemployment in New no. York. You absolutely can't. No. 
Um, and you know, my rent wasn't crazy, but it wasn't cheap. I was living in Manhattan at the time. Um, so anyway, this was in the nineties. No, no, this is 2004. Oh, okay. 2007 when this happened, but I moved to New York in 2004. So it's gotcha, 2007. Gotcha. And was rent still crazy back then? Yeah, we were in a two bedroom. I could see the Empire State Building in our living room window. It was like one of the selling points of getting the appointment. You were in Brooklyn Brooklyn or? Bushwick. We're in Manhattan at this point. I was in Bushwick for a year and then I moved to the city with my friend and we lived on in Murray Hill. 30th and 3rd Avenue. It's now a condo building, I think. But we, you could, you look out the window and there's, I have pictures of it. There's just the FR State Building. It was just. That's pretty wild. Yeah. (laughs) So great. So the rent was like 2100 maybe, which is unheard of now. A two bedroom or? Two bedroom. All right. Small. My closet was in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. All I know about you the know, Empire State was in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> My shoes were above the fridge. You know, it was that kind of situation. Yeah. It was supposed to be a pantry, but... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. It was supposed to be a pantry. Yeah. But there was no closet, yeah. so... Um, so, you know, I had to be, I had to be smart about it. Uh, but, but I remember I had to make heroin, bricks of heroin. Oh yeah. And the blocks. Yeah, the pay rent. Like, Sometimes yeah, you got it. You know, I have the sugar and I have the the brown tape and the plastic and I was having so much fun. I'm like, this is amazing. Like yeah. I can do this for a job. Like, and then I put him in my kitchen and there's like a little alley with the neighboring <laughs> building. And I was like, Oh my God, the neighbor thinks I'm like a crazy drug dealer. Yeah. You know, cause they looked really good. And I was like really proud of it. And I was like, Oh, I shouldn't put those there. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have the neighbors knocking had, on yeah. your door. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, how much? I, I, yeah. I shouldn't <laughs> have had this many friends over this week. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looked pretty intense. But I, it was the first day I walked on set. We were shooting in a, uh, prison in Queens, and it was the same place they shot some of the scenes from The Departed. Oh, cool! And I walked, and I didn't know that obviously until much later. But I, I walked in, and I'm in like ballet flats, and like I mean, I was just in—I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And and I walked, I, my feet were killing me at the end of that day. But I walked in, and I'm like, and I'm dressing these prison cells, right? And, I, and I'm just like, this is it, man. This is it. You know, like this is—it's social. It's interesting. It yeah. changes all the time. I, I have a tendency to lose interest or get very bored if it's the same thing over and over. Yeah. Happened mm-hmm. at the newspaper. It happened at the ad agency. It has not happened in my 15 years doing this yeah. um, up to this point. So, Especially um, not on American Horror Story. Yeah, I was just going to say that. It's like, well, horror stories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think we're ready for a linear show after that. Though. Agreed. Which, which sounds like we might get it, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> if, if work ever picks up again. Uh, it will. Yeah. Depending on the writers. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Have you been working on anything? I have not. Ooh. I yeah, haven't. it's been dead for everybody. For everybody. Saying, it's been yeah. slow. I got called about season three. For horror stories? Yeah. To go out to... Really? Yeah. And you didn't want to do it? The studio didn't want to travel. Oh, okay. Someone. So you got so, called for it. So, so they wanted you, but then the studio did not. <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah, I mean, it's super it's expensive. They seven put months you up. in New York. Seven yeah. seven months too. It's like it, the thing about it is like it comes with a bunch of negotiations. Like Absolutely. a lot of people get sent out to L, even the prop masters. Like I know a bunch of prop masters that like they'll sign you for two years, two seasons on a show in in Atlanta, and but they they like all right, that's fine, but you got to pay for schooling for my kid. So it's sometimes which equates to right. like if if it's like a show like like Avatar or whatever like they send your kid through on set schooling so right. they pay for a teacher for a lot of like the actors and stuff your kid gets thrown into the loop so they're schooling oh. every day okay. with the kid they pay for your spouse to come out with you like obviously they don't get like a crazy rate but they you're, yeah. they basically play, pay to shift your entire family there for two years and live out and they give you a premium and per diem. 
They pay for your your housing like completely. Yeah. And you they, get idle days too. And you get idle days also. And you get you get a hiatus pay. Like they give you a minimum hiatus pay to stay out there or, or I always wondered what those idle day were on the electronic time cards that they have now. It's like what are these idle days? Saturday and Sunday. Those. If you're on location, you get paid for your weekend. I haven't done a I haven't done a travel gig since town. I joined the union. Yeah. Um, it's it's more than travel. <laughs> it's definitely bigger contractual like things. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I haven't yeah. noticed I didn't know any of this until I started being like a de- union department head and right. mm-hmm. now I'm starting to hear from all of them like I didn't even know there was a thing like I didn't know prop masters get paid above scale until I started talking about it. I was like, "Oh, I can negotiate now? Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right now, there's not much negotiation because I just need a fucking job. Right. <laughs> it's funny. I, I, Everybody I talk to, it's so dead out there. Everybody I talk to is like, I'm hearing from people I never hear from asking for looking for oh, work. Me too. It's been happening to me. me too. I've gotten my third construction coordinator email this morning. Damn, yeah. And cold calling you know it's and james same thing he's hearing from electrics he hasn't worked with in in forever everybody's in the same yeah it feels like the town yeah as a whole is very quiet right now and it's gonna pick up it is i i I talked i talked to susan on the phone our line producer on the on american horror stories i talked to her this week actually she called me saying she gave my name to um a producer that was doing like the la unit on like I don't know, Sex in the City or something cool. like that. She's like, oh, it's just in case you get a call. Um, there's that. And I was like, yeah, but what's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm looking. She's, she's on the hunt. And That's a what she said. She's like, I'm yeah. looking hard. She's like, I want to keep us all together. I swear. Yeah, she does. She does. I know. So, so hopefully, because we had such a good crew, and I think we'll get to that a little bit, but we had such an awesome crew in American Horror Absolutely. Stories. And that's that's why I think I, I talked to you about it. I talked to her. I was like, honestly, I could care less about American Horror Stories as a whole, right. like the project, but the crew is just so fantastic that no matter where we get thrown into, it's going to be an awesome experience. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I've interviewed for two different series since our show ended. I've interviewed for three, didn't get any yeah. of them, because and I'm beat out by the guy who's been in it for 30 years right. doing these blockbuster movies. Everybody is available right now. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> to buy his market. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, okay, so... You do this this prison heroin job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that finishes. Where does that take you from there? It ended up getting like a Spike Lee Babblegum Award. Really? At Con, oh, which really? was just crazy. Uh, but I met just that group of filmmakers, and I was a, I did some music like death metal music videos with these guys. It just For what kept bands? Me what bands? Come on. Throw I some have, names I, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's been so long. I'll, I'll get it for you. Like though. Cannibal Cowboy. <laughs> that's a good name. Yeah. Um, it's a real one. I'll look it up because I know I have it somewhere. But I did like a couple of, I think it was the same band. It was like we're tearing up a car and, it, you know, di- different things. And, yeah. But it was fun because you're in New York. You're out doing this stuff. Um, and then I met another group of filmmakers and I did like a Seinfeld commercial for oh, cool. Seinfeld season nine on DVD. Pays a little bit better, I'm pays guessing. Pays a little bit better. Still art director credit, no production designer? Or? I think I was production designer on that. But what's interesting right, is the up. set was up because it was just like a little kind of an open walled. And then we had uh, Jerry Stiller. Cool. Oh, wow. Right? He's there with the Festivus pole that we had to make. <laughs> and, you know, I had to decorate it like like the Costanza's living room. That's what the set was. Cool. It was it was pretty neat. And so that, now, now that this, was exciting. is this your first like your first set that you're doing based on like a heavy reference point where you're Absolutely. matching everything. Yes. Too? Yes. Cool. And I, the 
wallpaper I picked that I thought was a match didn't come in and I had to run around Manhattan and look for a wallpaper and I found some on the Upper East Side and I put it up and the Sony executive came up and was like, this is perfect. And I, Whoa. And I was like, the other one was tor- terrible. Like the Ooh. one that I ordered was wrong. Yeah. Bad. And it just so happened it didn't make it and I had to like find something else and the thing I found was a better match. Really? Such a happy accident. Did you find it in like a Senti Alley type of place? No, like, it was like the Upper East Side. Oh, really? At some like <laughs> hardware store. Oh, you know, yeah. there, just like, random. Yeah. It was totally random. And I had this huge coffee. I was exhausted. I hadn't slept much and I'm like running around like freaking out yeah you know, like to find and i found it and went up and it was great and we got all the furniture matched and so that was really fun and that was my first bigger thing yeah and then hearing that you're like yeah i'm like yeah. <laughs> no i was still like i was still like sweating like oh my god that almost didn't work out you yeah. know you learn you learn the more you do it it always kind of works out but yeah. at yeah. the time i didn't know that um and then i did um a short film with those same guys and then i did a feature which i prepped and worked like a week on, but I couldn't take enough time off work because I'm still working full time. You're still working in the ad agency. Oh, right. And my my creative director knew, and he was lovely, and I would take sick days. I was, you know, work weekends, like whenever I could do it. And then finally I was like, all right, I think I want to do this, and I can't probably can't do it here. I'm going to go to L.A. And I came out for a visit. So you – okay, okay. And my a regular from my bar in Philly is – he's an AD now. At the time he was PAing. And I stayed at his place. He was out of town working on something. And I met his roommates, and he gave me his car, and I stayed out here for like a Whoa. week, and I met a lot of people, right? And it was really cool. And I was what like, a saint! <laughs> like, totally. Yeah. It was like I'm not there, but come in. <laughs> here, here's all my, my stuff. Yeah, here's yeah, my totally. roommate. Yeah. It was great, and he had like three dude roommates, and they took me out in like Studio City, and were they all in the industry too? Yes. Okay. And they were all really sweet, like the actor, writer, you know, all yeah, kind yeah, of, of course. a mix. Um, and I met a lot of people, and I, I went, oh, my God, this is amazing, because I didn't think I was going to like it. You know, classic New Yorker, like, it always mm-hmm. sucks. And and I came out here, I was like, I love it. And I went back, and I start, I'm telling people out here that I'm moving. And I it hadn't even, like, I started saying it before I thought it. Yeah. Mm. I just found myself saying it, and I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> and then I went back, and I my friend, my best friend had a wedding in Brazil, and I wanted the paid vacation. So I waited, and it was torture. I waited, like, four months or whatever it was to go on that wedding and be paid vacation time. And I came back from that wedding and I put my so you, notice in. You waited oh. just so you could get paid vacation <laughs> That's right. time. That's right. Build that money up. It's a, Build yeah, that yeah. Money. Fair, fair. And then I put the notice in and then I moved and I didn't know anybody. I knew there were two girls from high school that were fr- friends back then, but not anymore. Really. One's in the, one's an actor and one, one is an AD. Um, and I had engaged with them, but that, and there was a guy I met in New York who cut trailers who I moved in with. He had like an extra room, and that's where I moved in. And where? It was in West Hollywood. West Hollywood, okay. It was nice, actually. I um, mean, yeah. Robert Forrester was my neighbor. Really? (laughs) Yeah, we were in this like condo building. It was crazy. Um, So I I came out, and that. And you had a little bit of a resume at that point. I had a few things. Yeah, you had a few things. The what brought me out here was my first LA feature, Seamsters. The girl I went to high school with, they were looking for a production designer for a oh, I'm sure you were, yeah. feature. If you had four months, you were applying for shit that's coming yeah. up. You were looking, right? And I wasn't ready to move, and they're like, you need to get out here. We're starting this film. And so I flew. I didn't have a car. I had to like rent a car. It was a whole thing. Yeah, because you live um, in New York. <laughs> and But I was going to get a car for my parents, which was nice. And uh, so I moved in. I had a rental car for a week, and then the... The, these are now all my friends, but the produ- the producers and the director, all of them, everybody that was involved in the film, one of their friends had an extra car. And they're like, you can use his truck during the show. And I said, okay, great. And I'm 
hauling props and stuff around. I mean, yeah. It was a one person art department. This is what this was. Mm. So I, I get the truck and I'm, this is a true story. I'm at Denny's on Sunset Boulevard eating before work that night. Yeah. It was like a split. And, you know, I didn't have a lot of money and it's like Denny's is familiar. Anyway, I'm there. The cop comes. He had not paid the registration or something. He's like, I'm towing the car. Oh, all of my props and everything no. are in this car. I had to unload on Sunset Boulevard. I had a dummy. I had all these things <laughs> and I look like a total weirdo and I'm on this corner and people are driving by like, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm okay. At like, least you didn't have a hundred bricks of heroin. In it. <laughs> that would have probably got me in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they sent the PA in a van to pick me up with all this stuff and get me to Griffith Park. Yeah. And I'm like late. Meanwhile, earlier in the day, I had driven a corner van from like cinema vehicles to Griffith Park. That was the kind of show it was, you know, oh, wow. like you pay for the driving permit and you do it. Uh, but it was, it was a great experience. I it must have so been a slow fun. police day that that day. Right? <laughs> it's like to just drive around parking lots, running luck. tags. I know. That's I think I was luck. at the meter on Sunset. So yeah, I don't know why he ran. I guess it was a pickup with a camper. Like it didn't it look that shady. It was yeah. also stick shift, which I hadn't driven in years. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, am I gonna remember? And like the first thing I had to do was reverse out of a driveway. Yeah. But I did. It's like it. a lot hillier. Like, All right. Yeah. Like I've got this, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I was kind of nervous. <laughs> Um, it's a yeah. lot hillier here too. It is <laughs> interesting, but you made it work out. Like what? Hold on, hold on. What came and picked up all the props? Did you have to call somebody? The P, the one of the PAs, my one of the producer direct uh, producer actors on the show had a big green van, like a mm-hmm. kind of a not a panel van, but like a, almost a cargo van. See, so yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, but with seats. I don't yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. A mini minivan, I guess, but sure. it's like an old school one, like an eighties. Oh, do you know what like I mean? Like a conversion van. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he came and we loaded everything up and he took me to set and I'm like, Hey guys, sorry, I'm late. You know, like <laughs> the car was taken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we did our shoot that night and everything was fine. And, um, I actually won an award for that movie. What, uh, what was the award? The blue whiskey film festival. Ooh, where's that in Wyoming or like something? Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Or okay. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kentucky would make sense actually. I didn't even know. Like I was told by the director and oh. I was like, Oh, great. Um, Did you get a trophy? I don't know. <laughs> a plaque that you put on I the wall. I have nothing. I don't have It's on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> That's good um, at least. Which is good, yeah. yeah. Something. Um, so that just did that lead to like a string of other non union just after that I did um the next film I did was a Lifetime movie. So then I got into the Lifetime world. Oh, no. Okay. Right. I think we've all been. Have you? Did you work in either Lifetime streams? No, I, I, I missed Hallmark, yeah. all of that. So did you, go to, did you go to Utah a couple times? No? It was all L.A. All L.A. I fell in with producers out here, and I was the set decorator on a job called Nowhere to Hide. I met Anne. You know Anne, I think. Yeah, Prop Master? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I met her. She's also from Philly. It was all Philly. The designer was from Philly. I was from It was bizarre. So we, we worked on that, and then midway through, they were kind of unhappy with the designer. He gets fired. I make a play for the position. I get it, but they didn't bring anybody else on, so it was like me and Anne just tag-teaming and, like, really relying on the grips to help us, like, with anything that required, like, a ladder that we didn't have in yeah. any sort of kit. Um, and it was great, and and we did some cool stuff on that, and then – I did like five more shows with those guys. I kind oh, cool. of I started to roll, and I did I did like one union thing there where I got some days. Our it was like on how many how many of those five things were Christmas movies? 
I had three Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> Valid questions. <laughs> That's all they do. Yeah. <laughs> I did a Golden Christmas, one and two, and oh, there's two of them. There were two, and then so there many was a unanswered questions do. in the first one. Yeah. <laughs> different dogs, different people, same idea. Yep. Yes. Um, I mean, they're all the same idea. Yeah. Golden Christmas because of a golden retriever. Correct. Ah. Oh, you said dog. Dog. <laughs> the second one, there are puppies, which I was like, oh my god. Oh, and then you can't pet the them, prequel. you know? You can't. They're, like, they're like, don't. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, how can you put puppies on the set and not let us touch they're on them? The but they're like trying to train them or something. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, they want to keep them calm and everything. But uh, it was really hard because they were adorable. They were putting <laughs> little Santa hats on them and stuff. And I was like, oh my god. We had that with a giant wolf one time. We weren't allowed to touch it. Well, well <laughs> that makes sense. We like don't pet the alligator. Oh, it was into the dark. Yeah. Yeah, it was the full moon. Yeah, Luna. Yeah, Luna. Yeah, Blood Moon. You yeah. knew you knew the wolf's name. No, but Blood Moon. I remember they brought that wolf into. It was Caps. It was beautiful. It was oh, yeah, beautiful because it was, Wait, it was the, the sheriff's name was station. Blood Moon. That's no. the name of the episode. Oh, 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 okay. It was <laughs> called Luna, and then they changed it to Blood Moon. But yeah. I oh, that. I thought yeah, the wolf said it that one, and I couldn't touch it all day. I was like, God damn. He was gorgeous. Yeah. Just over in the corner. Power. You no, know, I think I understand why they wouldn't let you pet a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot. He, he <laughs> just wanted rubs. He was a good boy. <laughs> I'm sure. We did. Um, I did a movie years ago, way before you, like pre-union, and it was um, like one of those classic. Like, there's four people in the entire art department, yep. and uh, including the prop master and the onset, and. Um, it was called Wiener Dogs International. It was the sequel oh. to the children's wiener dog racing movie. And they, we had all these wiener dogs. And like, it was the same situation. Everyone's like, oh, dogs. And they're like, don't touch, don't the, touch dogs. the dogs. But then, of course, the dogs couldn't also do the tricks either. So it didn't matter anyways. Oh, how funny. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, the dog's got to eat out of the, the bowl. And then the dog wouldn't eat out of the bowl. <laughs> and then the trainer was like, the bowl's wrong. We're like, oh, 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 okay, it's my <laughs> fault. Blame the prop. <laughs> yeah. Were you on... Um, delivered where we had the cat no because oh that's before you guys came on that's right because mm. you guys came on you came on the next episode and then anthony was the one after. i did like one episode before mikey like it was cr the christmas episode but that's it i spent like two days decorating this mansion wraparound driveway just hanging lights for oh two that was days. uh not yeah naughty uh naughty uh, or nice <laughs> they were like special masks yes mm-hmm it was before me. That was a different oh, okay. designer. But anyway, that's funny. That was before. Um, oh, so I was that, two that days. Before, huh? I was like two days Cecil in a cherry did, picker. Cecil did, and like then I came oh, on second season. So that gotcha. was before, yeah. But I. So okay, so let's talk about your leap into the union world then. What? What? what where was that? Where did that shift take place? I was on a Lifetime movie, but it was a big. It was alarm. Lifetime, so I was on these. So, how how long were you in LA at this point? Five years. Five years, and you were all in production design at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Okay. I, ever since that first, not bartending credit, either. No. Did and you I bartend always, in L.A. at all? No. No. Okay. Cool. And I knew cool. I might have to. Yeah. I was yeah. always, I was always <laughs> yeah. ready. You're always too, ready. But I'm yeah. also like, I'm gonna compete with all these actors, and that's gonna be really hard. You know. Yeah, it's all true. In that industry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the longer you get away from it, the more you're like, oh, I might be kind of rusty now. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we were on a a, a lifetime movie, and the union it was. Just under a million, so it was bigger. Normally, they're half a million or under. Right. It was a bit bigger, and we Who had... Who's the big name? Gina Gershon was our... I recognize that name. You would know her. She's a she's in, She was in Killer Joe. 
She's been in a t- look her up, Mikey. Like she's been in a ton of stuff. What'd you say, Gina Gershon? G E R. Oh, there mm-hmm. it is. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. Look at her. Face off. Oh, she's the wife in Face Off. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. cocktail. Mm-hmm. When he pours, he rains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was great, and she so she played. You know, she was like in the opening, and it, it, there was a big scene, and they they of course they came out on the day we had her with our biggest stunt where she gets impaled. So we had to really move to get the day. So they showed up and the crew struck, and it was all the things, and they mm. made the deal really quickly. It was like we were out there an hour maybe. Oh wow! So that flipped me in. I, I actually was union eligible at that point. You can do. Oh, yeah. There's oh. a thing where like I have enough yeah. days non-union to right. where I, I'm hireable. Right. But getting hired is the thing, right, on a, on a show. Of course, so, of course. Um, so anyway, that was that was it. And then I started doing indies. It was like. Like you got in to the ADG and then you just did indies? Yeah, I got into the ADG. I was also at this. Shortly after this, I was art directing for Melanie Jones. She's in the Blumhouse world. So I, I started. Because now I'm in 800, so I can do that. So I'm art directing on Tier 1s. Um, and then I got an agent, and then I started designing my own Tier 1s, basically. Okay. And so you, you started art directing in, in the union world, on the union projects before. All right. Yes. And that's how I got my got my kind of leg up in that way. Um I was still designing at the same. I was I was design. I went to Ohio and did a huge movie in 2014. Right after that, and built a 140 feet of tank set. Oh, cool! Do you still talk to Melanie Jones? She's done some cool stuff. She's actually. done some great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whiplash and, and Bill and Ted Face the Music. Uh huh. That was a reason. <laughs> the one. Dirt was good too. Yeah. I have my issues with it, but <laughs> not with the production design. <laughs> Just I the movie. On Just the movie. From the King with her. I art directed that. With oh, Bill cool. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right on. At the Santa Clauses, she's doing that now. She's on the second season. Oh, cool! I know the I know the um, the prop master on that. He's oh, a cool, cool, dude! Yeah, <laughs> I was surprised how good it was. I enjoyed Did they, it. You, you know the what's Santa funny Clauses? about you know what's funny yeah. about the prop master like series? The prop mastering team on this, um, they're the most interesting prop master group that. And, and the reason I say prop master group is because the prop master, the truck guy, and the shopper, they're all prop masters. And they all work, stay together. They work together as like a unit. But then like the Santa Clauses will end and then they'll go to Bosch. And on Bosch, the, the, production, the prop master that does Santa Clauses, he is the shopper on Bosch. And the guy who was the truck guy on it is the prop master cool. on Bosch. So they like rotate. They oh. pretty much rotate as prop masters and they just keep rotating positions as whoever gets a thing. So they just stay as their three-person unit. But they all do each other's job, and they just they like it that way because they don't like to do the same job all like oh yeah like so where Santa Claus is is prop very prop heavy sure. and like they make a lot of shit and they mm-hmm. do a lot of things like that. So after he's done that, he's like yeah because I, I I've worked on Bosch and stuff and he's just like oh yeah after that I like to take a break until like we come back to next season or whatever. So he'll just work as a shopper yeah and help out on the next and they'll just keep rotating between three different jobs. Interesting. Prob- it's super interesting. I've never seen that dynamic before. <laughs> also, I guess if it works, why change it? Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So, I mean, they, I mean, that's how they do it. Or it's just whoever gets like the best job. It will be like, okay, you do prop master and they do that. But that's cool. I, it, it is kind of cool. You don't see it work out a lot because there's not really a lot of ego between any of them. There's just like, oh yeah, yep. Yeah, you're in the position you run it. I'll give you suggestions. And 
I mean, that's another good thing is they all have the knowledge too. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they kind of can they can give ideas where it's done. But I thought I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah. <laughs> um. So after you you decided to start bumping up after art directing for her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I was still design. I was designing. I was art. I was kind of bouncing back yeah. and forth. I never really stopped designing fully, but I learned a lot from her, and it was great. I had a couple mentors over the years, and she was the last one. But there were two before that I worked with here and there, and I would just learn stuff along the way. I was always asking a lot of questions. Yeah. And so it was fantastic, and I and I loved working with her. But I did feel ready at a certain point. I said, "Okay, like I I just want to kind of do this," and yeah. and got the agent, and uh, got Future World. That was the first big job I got with my agent, and and then I did the Ballad of Lefty Brown after that, and then it was kind of off to the races. And then it was uh, Lies on Demand was the first TV thing, and then I got. Um, Lies on Demand was kind of, I mean, it's that was like, isn't that like YouTube, YouTube TV's like mm-hmm. premiere show or something like that? Well, they had a what? lot of shows actually. There were a couple, I mean, they had Cobra Kai initially. Oh, right. Oh, they yeah, did wasn't have Cobra it Red, Kai. YouTube Red or something? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Red, and then it was Premium and they kept changing mm. the name. They, and they sold it to Netflix or something they like did. that? They did. They bought it because they were ending it and then they bought it. But the first two seasons were Fantastic. YouTube. Yeah, and they were YouTube. And yeah. they had another one called Impulse, which was really cool. Hmm. So they, they had some good content. And honestly, it was my way into TV. What is the Ballad of Lefty Brown? Is that good? Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's, it's a period western starring Bill Pullman. Where'd you shoot that? Here? Oh, Montana. Really? Montana? I want to go to Montana we to shoot did, something. Uh, it was Jim Caviezel, uh, Peter Fonda. It was... It was amazing. It was such an such a fun experience, um, and it's funny how it's listed. Future World came out after, but it, we shot it before. Yeah. And another big thing was Bloodfather. I did the reshoots on that Mel Gibson movie. That was a what. Big deal. What year did you move to oh. LA? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Okay, so yeah, so it took five years. Five to get years. In the union and to get to in the really union start. and start to like do some big things, and then late bloomer was another one. I it was Kevin Pollock directing. That was a lot of fun. Do you guys know the Accidentes guy? I've got a good story here. What's the no. Accidentes on the bus ads? Accidentes like it's oh, like the number. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about right. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're on a tech scout and we're eating lunch, and I'm Kevin Pollock's like next to me, and then. My, my lead man, I think. And, and I look over and I go, oh, my God, that's the Accidentes guy, right? And they're like, what? And I'm like, that's that's a guy on the bus ads and the whatever. And they're like, no way. And nobody would go over and talk to him, right? Nobody would go over. And Kevin's like, would you like me to go over and find out if this is the guy? And I said, yes, I would, Kevin. Yes, this I dude? would. Oh. Yeah, him. So you guys were on lunch and then he was just walking around? He was eating at a oh. table with someone. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, it's accidentes. So this so, is the one person she's got starstruck. <laughs> so Kevin goes over and goes, "Excuse me, are you the accidentes?" And he goes, "Yes, I am." And he and he does, doesn't recognize Kevin Pollock. And this is like blowing our minds because we're like, "Do you know who that is?" Like that's asking you. It was so funny. He comes back. He's like, "It was him." And everybody's like, "No way, holy!" You know. And they're all like, "How did you know?" And I was like, "What do you mean? Look at him. It's him." You know. I look. I stare at that face every day in traffic. You know. He's always. He's everywhere. Um, it, then it was like li- maybe the next year on Modern Family, they did a bit where Phil had a mustache yeah. and, and the woman's like, you look familiar. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm like, and he's a realtor, right? And she's like, accidentes. 
And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> and I just sent me. it to my, like, I sent it to Sandy. I sent it to my set decorator. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, look at this. And she's like, oh, my God. And I was like, and only L.A. people would get that joke. I mean, that yeah, was a yeah. joke for L.A. people only, yeah. right? Too funny. So, anyway. It, it kind of looks like his mustache is, like, either glued on or Photoshopped poorly. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did it look better in, in real life? It, it looked fine. His the thing that made me think it might not be him that I I had a little bit of pause is his hair was a little thinner. So I think they fill it in for the ads, which which makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it was just super cool. And now he has like, he, he has like a, a, a group like a law group and his sons are like he's like 10 people now and is, he's doing very well i think yeah <laughs> but anyway i just I'd love that so. story <laughs> he's on he's him. on buses everywhere look at that face <laughs> <laughs> and now a lot of times it's accidents not accidentes yes oh. i know look look because this this one right here is accidents yeah he's moved up into the english community yes he's doing yeah. both he's doing both <laughs> And I saw the the bands you did music videos for is asking Alexandria. No, you did do that was here. The the ones in New York were yes, and that was cool. That was here. We did kind of some short film stuff for them. That was intense. Those those jobs were tough. Because okay, so the the guy, the producer from Officer Down. Does does the ask, asking Alexandria, and that's how I got that because I knew Ooh, gotcha. I knew him from New York, and he's like, "We're doing this stuff out here. Come do it." And he used to be a, an actor. It, it's all intertwined. You know how that goes. There's Zombie Hamlet. Yeah, yeah, no, I had to pull it up for a second. All right. It's it's a lot. You of fun, reeled guys. me in. Hulk Hogan's in it? Wait a minute. You didn't say Hulk Hogan's in it. He's not. I don't know why those photos are. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a a vampire Hulk Hogan. I I mean, unless it was added after. I. I... (laughs) You need to figure out what vampire Hulk Hogan is. (laughs) Fantastic. Check the credits because I'm pretty sure. Is he listed there? Um, no, I don't not. see him listed here, actually. Yeah, I don't think he was. Wait, John Amos. That's not famous Amos, is it? You know John Amos. He's been around forever. Click on him. Over here. Oh, he's Roots and shit. I was thinking famous Amos the Cookies. Those. those he's Roots and shit? <laughs> yeah, Roots and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking good times, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fantastic. Yep, yep, he's yep. so nice, too. Yep. Um. So, okay. So, you got... As you started rising up, you did Lies on Demand, which was one of the premiere. And then you got Into the Dark. Into the Dark, uh, I only... That's where we met. Yes. <laughs> um, and I only worked on it because our friend Anthony um, couldn't do an episode and needed me to fill in real quick. Yep. Which turned out to be a really good turning point in my career because I met you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know... I I don't know if I've ever told you that. I, I honestly didn't know I made that much of an impact um, on you just doing that one episode. Like it was just one of those side jobs that I just got as like, okay, here's a job I'm going to do for a month and then I'm going to fuck off and do <laughs> whatever. So I just went in and, and, and did the job and it was a cool job. Cause I got to, Jackie was our truck person on yeah. that. I got to hire my wife on it. Uh, Bill was that the was dog on one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, your Good first boy. one. Yeah, we did it. And it, it actually like the director was very easygoing. Very Tyler was his name. Tyler, McIntosh. yeah, Tyler McIntosh. Mm-hmm. Very easygoing, like simple. Not a difficult job, but there was creative aspects in it and everything like that. So I kind of came in and did it, and then I got the call for you for American Horror Stories, which was honestly a huge surprise to me. 
because I don't think I've heard from you since. <laughs> I didn't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, because you did the rest of a season. I knew, like, okay, Anthony. Well, he, I had locked Anthony in. Yeah, of and course. Anthony and I had a history. Of course. He was on... He on Late Bloomer? I feel like he was on, he was on Late Bloomer. He was on Good Girls Get High. I used him on several projects. Yeah. Anthony and I met a long time ago. And Anthony's great. He's very thorough. Yeah. He's very on top of it. He's very passionate. But he and I fight. He, he's like kind of like my brother. Yeah. This I is, work with Anthony. Is this the same Anthony Caffaro? I work with? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Freddie. <laughs> and, you know, he's oh, a bit of a... Oh, you've heard stories. Yeah. I've seen it. Firsthand. He's 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 good, but he's, he's yeah, fantastic. He's very strong, yeah. He's he he is a very strong personality. He yeah. kind of reminds me of my brother, and we <laughs> tend to fight like siblings, kind yeah. of. You know, it's just that kind of dynamic. And I, it'll go a little while, and then I'll be like, "What about Anthony?" And like I'll kind of forget, and then "What about Anthony?" And then I'll bring him back, and I'll go, "Oh shit," you know, like <laughs> right. <laughs> it. But he always delivers. I mean, the thing with Anthony is the props are going to be right. They're going to be on time. He's going to have multiples. Everything is going to be completely figured out heading in. Yeah. And he was the first prop master I worked with that did that for I, me. I I had heard, I mean, you guys were talking about, because honestly, when I came in, you guys were in the, like, he was going to actually start off because you guys were getting rid of a different prop master Correct. that just couldn't handle that just type of show. Too new. Yeah. That was too new and couldn't handle that type of show. And so we were there to kind of, and I was the first one to come in to pick up the pace and, and do it. And then... Everybody was, I mean, I just did the show like I would regularly had exactly. done shows before then and everything went really smooth and it was comfortable. And then I went off and I think when you called me for horror stories, which I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I think you had said some things that, cause that was a big turning point. Like that right after you, I got off the phone with you or right after I was hired officially, I, I purchased you my trailer. trailer yeah. I did like everything. I went all in. But you had said a couple things that like uh, that I was the first prop master that came in that you just that you didn't hear from and you didn't have to worry about or it was just quiet. And then you would have to check in and realize, oh, everything's good. And I was like, oh, like because in my mind, I didn't I didn't know that any of that stuff had happened because I never like had to double check with the, obviously, with like bigger things, I'd always come to you because you're awesome and creative. In the American Horror Stories, it was a big thing too because like the biggest things when I need some like help, if like there's something I can't figure out, you're usually like the final little element that can like push over and get things in the perfect direction, <laughs> which I think is um, what I want in a pro in a production designer. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're designing, especially in a show like that, because. American Horror Stories has a lot of design elements. We had to do a Absolutely. lot of custom shit. And, and it's all crossover, and it's all <laughs> tied together between Lou and costume, me, oh, yeah. you, Shasta and the lighting. Like, it's all, it has to be cohesive. So that's a that's one where we're constantly engaging. Yeah. But there are other shows where you don't have to do that. I don't need to see the briefcases for yeah. the lawyers yeah. or what cop belts you're selecting or badges or I whatever. Think that's right? what, it's what, what it yeah. is. And I think that's yeah. what makes it good there because the only – you know that the only things that are I need your opinion on are the one or two, maybe three props per episode that need it. Superhero Everything right else you don't bother me about because you're like, oh, he's got it. Exactly. <laughs> so that comes down to trust. Right, exactly. And I have that with Anthony as well. We did a very hard... Were you on um, Current Occupant? No. One at RSI? Okay. That one, I think Bill was on that. Um, that was really hard. It was period. It was 70s. Yeah. And then the studio was like... 
it's not period, it's timeless. And we're like, yeah, it's not period. And we did everything still like completely period for that one. It was tough. And there were some custom builds and there were some techie, there were techie things. Because, yeah. you know, we had this thing on his head that with electrodes and yeah. tied to this motherboard that we sourced. And there was a lot of crossover there. And the director was very specific and really good and loved me and loved Anthony. Like the dynamic good. just worked because we, yeah. we were just so on the same page with yeah. it. And that's hard to find all, all the time. Really and, hard, yeah. And and I just, you came in, you were quiet and really, really organized and always upbeat. And it was just like, and you didn't like call me 80 times a day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I've, like Grant has told me this and then Richie, I remember Richie had said something. I mean, RIP. Uh, Richie had said something towards the end like that like made my heart feel really warm and he's like he's like you're one of the best prop masters i like to work with because you don't stress us out <laughs> he's like you're so comfortable to work with and you guys make us feel at home and and stuff like that because i think that's a huge thing like <laughs> i've i've worked with um a lot of prop masters now at this point and i feel like they're one of two things either like really organized but like really stressed Mm. or really laid back and then not as organized and mm. i think you're one of the, like the few prop masters i've worked with where like very organized but then you're also very relaxed which is rare but it also makes the workflow a lot easier yeah. no yeah i mean there's things to get yeah obviously there's gonna be stress <laughs> but like not all the time not frantic. About, like, no kind your little you're things. never i've never seen you really frantic yeah. No, I don't get Fred. And honestly, like my crew doesn't see my most stressful points. I think you see it more than my sure. crew does. I'll come and be like, I don't know what to do yes. with this photo. They're not approving it. I'm like, let me get my concept like, art my, on it. Like, we're going to yeah, figure it my out. My crew won't see it, but like, I will come into Eve's office He'll and shut the door it. and be like, I need to talk <laughs> to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't get like, or like, we get like a director that just, like, they just don't get it, or like, you can't. Sh- Show them. There, <laughs> there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's different episodes with different directors that just. I mean, you have a director that's super laid back and then will trust you, but then there's one that no matter how well thought out your shit is, like they're gonna question absolutely everything, and they just want to put so much into it and stray it. They just want to have every single little creative pull ever. Mm-hmm. So you can give them the best ever that they're gonna get, and they'll be like, ah, eh, but. Because yeah. they have to have their input. Like crazy input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's in. How did you get, uh, where did you get the call for American Horror Stories? Like, where did that come from? I was at brunch or lunch with, with Anne, actually. We were at okay. Morrison. We used to go there all the time. And it was a Saturday. And my, it was the, the my uh, junior agent called. And I'm like, I'm not picking this up. It's Saturday. It's like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know why I didn't think no, it was well, important. Saturdays, if they call on a Saturday, yeah. I probably should pick up. Right. Um, and I was like, it's fine. And he called. Did he leave? He either left a message or he called right back. And he's like, call me back. It's important or something. Right. And I'm like, can I? And she's like, do it. And I call back and I have like a little like napkin or something I'm going to take notes on. And he says, Ryan Murphy. And I was like, what? What do you? I'm sorry. Yeah. Come again. And I'm like, what anthology? What American Horror Story spinoff? And I'm, my head's like exploding. She's looking. She's watching me write it and just like, oh my god, you know. Um, and they're like, they want to meet with you tomorrow on a Sunday. And I'm like, Sunday? Like, 
And I'm like, what? I can't put anything together. Like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, there's nothing. Is You're there, not reading anything. Is there being Susan? No, and... it was just Lonnie and John. Oh, wow. Okay. But, and I didn't know that. They're just. That's the, the, the top, top and guys. The yeah, top guys. Right? <laughs> yeah. Are going to. And, um, and I'm like, okay. And there's nothing to read. They just want to talk to you. And I was like, this is weird. Because yeah. normally I'm reading something. I'm coming up with some yeah. sort of vision for it. And, and that's my kind of way in. And you either nail it or you don't. And you live or die on that. And this is different. It's like, oh, God, it's about your personality, right? And your yep. story. So I Zoomed with them the next day. And I thought it went great. And they, they launched into the explanation of the show. And, and they asked me questions. And it, it was it was pretty easy. I've come to realize that's not always the case. I was on a meeting where there were eight people. And none of them were talking about anything. And I was kind of the one left to almost so it was, run that interview. It was, was it was Lonnie terrible. and John, but there was, it was Susan. Was this in is the a different, I'm sorry. Oh, different, I was talking okay. about a different. Recently, I had a, a an experience where there were eight people. On oh, the okay. Zoom, gotcha. Gotcha. And they gotcha. did not explain the show or talk. And they're just looking at me. And I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm like, so I put something together. Should we look at, you know, and they're yeah. like, yeah, that's great. And it was just so different because they took charge and they, yeah. This is the show, and this is what we're looking for, and we see this in your work, and you know it was just made it very easy to just understand where they were coming from, um, and I think we connected. There were, I guess, I was up against three other people, and so I had just started Lies on De- Demand season three. I had been on it a week. The next day was my first day in the office, so I have Joe Pugh starting as my art director, who I've never met before. He comes in. Wait, did you quit Liza On Demand? I had to. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you had started that. See, because when you called me, my I knew you did Liza On Demand. I knew it was a scale show. And I was like super pumped because I was like, all right, she's hiring me for Liza On Demand, like scale show, run through. Yeah. And then I think we got like a little bit into the conversation until you're like, oh, no, it's a Ryan Murphy thing. I was like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> So I thought it was because I knew Lies on Demand. Like I saw it. I've I've seen like episodes of something. I was like, oh man, that's just like a give me paycheck. Like that's that's that's. uh, Bill Bill worked on it a little bit. Oh yeah, Bill was on it. Yeah, he was a PA when we first started the podcast. I think he was on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, this is like a free paycheck. Like this is gonna be simple. And then she said, right, Murphy's like, there there goes that free paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) So it was interesting. Um, I'm at I'm at work. And we're, we're at the YouTube offices in Playa. And it was really oh, yeah. nice because before we weren't. We were yeah, at they got LA the fire Center. pole. <laughs> we were at LA Center downtown. And, and we had this insert stage, like this small stage where we built the apartment. And then we used the campus, but we had used it up. We had done two seasons there. There was nothing more to, to use there without repeating. So they, they struck a deal at the, uh, the YouTube campus out in Playa. And so it was really nice. It was kind of an upgrade. I'm in there and I'm like, well, this is cool. And like I had read the scripts and they were good. And I mean, the writers are fantastic. And, and I love that crew. It was actually really hard. It was very bittersweet. And I'm in there and I get the call at 10. Susan had called saying, we're interested. Is she, you know, does she have any conflicts to my agent? And they're like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> none, nope. none whatsoever. She's on a job, and, but no. <laughs> and then Absolutely she's like, not. they're going to Ryan. Okay, that's 10 a.m. One, one call's you got the offer. Like oh, he approved nice. me, right? And I'm like, what? Like, did you did you give a board or anything to him? Or it, was, it was literally just was the, literally, word her IMDb, the word of here's John and Lonnie. The word of John and Lonnie. Her website, her thing. Here's who we want. Yeah. He looks at it and says, okay. Um, and that was it. And then I'm like, oh my god. And like, meanwhile, Joe, I've never like met Joe. And now okay. Joe's here to do Liza. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm leaving the show. 
Oh, Joe was on Liza. T- so you pulled him, him from Liza? No, because I hired him. You're like, him sorry, I'm leaving. <laughs> By the way, I'm taking the art director, too. Sorry. No, he asked. He didn't want to go initially. Oh, I, he did I told him. He was like Ryan Murphy. Uh. I'm like, no, I'm over over lunch. I'm like, he's, I'm talking about horror. I love horror. I'm like, you do? Okay. And I was like, well, I'm up for this thing. He's like, I don't want to leave and create a bad thing with yeah. this line producer who's a big comedy, like a multicam Kind of yeah. all around comedy LP. He's he's awesome, Michael. Um, and anyway, I had to tell Michael, so I go tell him, and I'm like, you know, and, and he's like, go. I would never let you not. He was wonderful about it, and then was like, the new designer's going to want to bring their art director, and it turns out the coordinator I hired, assistant art directs for the designer that I, yeah. I helped get into place. Like I covered somebody new was in place within a day yeah i was like really clever about it and i didn't leave them high and dry of course um but joe was nervous but the minute he knew he could go he's like this is amazing because it's the career move move absolutely you know what i mean it's just like (laughs) this when you called me i said i i I mean you remember i told you i was like i don't think i'm experienced enough to handle that show i was extremely honest (laughs) i was like i don't think and you're like i believe you are um, a hundred percent. So I hung up the phone with you, bought a trailer and did hell. Well, they came to me and were like, cause I'm like, well, who do you guys want? You know, cause there were some names funny yeah. and they, they had, before I started, yeah, they hit up, had reached out they to had, these huge hitter they had, prop masters. They hit up to Brian Rogers, who I talked to on the phone cause he's done three seasons of American Horror Story. Right. Um, they, they hit up, um, another prop master who I've worked with before, who I actually talked to before I got in. Cause he's like, yeah, they hit me up too. And he gave me all the advice and going in and he did apocalypse or whatever. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, it's the physicals prop master. Oh, uh, he did apocalypse. Yeah. He did. Apocalypse. I, I didn't realize that. Apocalypse um, was gorgeous. With, yeah. with Carly and Parker, all that stuff. That's Parker, wh- Parker, Parker Swanson. Mm-hmm. So that's why I hired Carly immediately. Cause I, I, I think you taught the call right after was to Carly to be like, Hey, I know you did apocalypse. Would you be willing? Cause she didn't run the set on it. She was third string. So oh, I was like, okay. would you do it? Because having somebody that's done an American horror story, she's like, I had a good experience on it. I was like, okay, great. You want to run the set? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, okay, fantastic. She I was feel so good. Way- she was amazing. <laughs> so I felt so much more comfortable there. And I mean, I'm glad I did because I feel, I, honestly, I feel like I can handle almost any job now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because that one was so hard, like doing a movie every single freaking episode. Yeah. Every it's got to be harder than doing, I mean, Continuities, period. yeah, exactly. Period, jumping in and out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the last thing, we'll take a break in a second, but the last thing I want to finish up this conversation is when you get a call for like that, I want to know how you put a crew together because the art department um, and a crew is the biggest crew on a film set on in most scenarios because the DP has the grip, the electric, the camera, the camera operator, the camera department and stuff like that, but the the production designer is ultimately in charge of the the prop crew most of the time. The prop crew that comes in, the construction crew that comes in, the set decoration crew that comes in, which together is way more people and you're creating the entire universe of what's going on. Plus, so plus greens. Plus greens, plus I mean there's plus every, paint. effects sometimes. And over very integral with effects, not not managing effects. Yes, but sense, sometimes but, you have a say in who comes in with it too. Um, so, in building that world, when you get that call, I know a lot of these questions because they they hire you before they hire a lot of these people, and you have a big say in who to bring in in a lot of these areas. So, how do you how do you approach a job like that, and who to hire, and how to hire all those people that are going to be working 
with you like that? Research. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it's not somebody I've, I've that you've known that's proven, yeah. I needed a new decorator, so I was on the hunt for that for a while. Um, oh, Julie was fucking incredible. amazing, amazing. I um, I, I wish we did have a third season because she was like, I would come back. And I was like, really? She, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've yeah. been, I've, we've been hanging out, and yeah, so Julie's she's so gonna, awesome. Yeah, she's absolutely gonna come on. She's the next probably night. my, she's probably my favorite decorator. I, I gotta have her on this show. Actually, she's probably my favorite decorator I've worked. I think she's married to a prop master. If she I'm is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Daniels, yeah, yeah. She's probably my favorite decorator I've worked with, and she was so easy to work so, with. So easy going, <laughs> so good, so on it. Um, the construction coordinator was my foreman the year before. Yeah. Right. So Marcel. Marcel. So he was a known. There was somebody that helped finish the show that came in initially and then had a conflict and couldn't stay. And it ended up being the best thing for us because Marcel was the best fit for our show. Yeah. Um, he's more our personality. He's our personality. Yeah. He's, he's very frugal. He's very honest about his his estimations. He'll we'll talk it over. He shows me everything before it goes to Susan. We're always trying to you know squeeze every penny. Um, you were a no brainer because it was season. You had done season one. I to come back for season two, but and I had worked with you on Into the Dark, so that was you were the first person I thought of for that. And then art directors Joe coming back. Chad wasn't able to come back, so I was on the hunt and I found Jason. I just I just worked with Chad too on on Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I see him all the time when I was yeah. working. That was the best part about working on the job is being like, hey, hey what's up? <laughs> yeah, and like catching up with him. And um, I feel like we really lucked out with Jason. Jason. Jason's is- fantastic <laughs> probably the best art director i've worked with he's yeah. his his knowledge of period without that this season i don't know how we would have done he's like oh no it's this kind of hinge it's this and i'm like glad you know he's <laughs> like i'd have to look it up and that's fine that's okay i can do the research but for him to just have that shorthand and know because he did penny dreadful and he did yeah. deadwood yeah and he did all these period things was fantastic and the, how i found jason is really funny um jen spence who does a lot of horror blumhouse horror so kind of opposite Melanie Jones. They both were like the horror designers for Blumhouse for a period there. I'm like, who does she work with? Right? Because like I worked with Mel. Like who did? Yeah. <laughs> and I and Jason. And it turns out we had the same mentor, this guy, Anthony Tremblay, that we met very yeah. early on in our career. We overlap in all these weird ways. And he he was such a good fit. Yeah. Because it was the similar personality. And, and he's just – and he, he's got such a good – he's, you know, the Southern charm, right? Yeah. Very easygoing – Handle stress well, likes cats. That's they all, a big one for me. Both him and Joe too have like really good like additional skill sets too. Because like yes. you guys, you guys have a set designer in a house, but I like that both of them. I'll walk in and be like, "Oh, what do you work like?" I mean, this happens a lot with like the art offices and stuff like that. Sometimes we'll just walk in and like pop into each other's office and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then you'll see what they're working on their computer. Like, like, "Oh, what are you working?" It's like, "Oh, I'm just trying to like I had this idea for." this thing so you'd be in the middle of a sketchup thing like showing me like oh show me what you in like a lot of things they're working on is always really really cool and yeah. they're passionate about like like yeah i couldn't like display and that's why i i've been trying to like learn a little bit more of sketchup so i can mm-hmm. design my own props and stuff sure. like that and specifically for that and so a lot of the stuff is like inspiration to me to be able to like further that but like it's really cool to see them because they're both passionate about absolutely that, and they both doing. can work in vector which is yes huge for yeah. a show like that where we have one set designer and if we have to output a bunch of plans and there are changes sometimes you know they need to jump in there and help out yeah they can't be the sole people doing it by union rules, but they can 
Yes, do little modifications and things. Yes. And it's so helpful to have three people yeah. that can do that. To I show a reference it. too right. and be able to do that right. and stuff like that is like really, really cool. <laughs> I do do SketchUp sometimes though. I did the makeup set. Yeah. I designed that <laughs> over a weekend and that was really fun yeah. to see it built. <laughs> I know. People it's were like, oh my thing. God, this set. And I was like. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was huge. <laughs> it was supposed to be a department department store makeup counter. It was an right? additional thing that was thrown Blooming, in at the last minute too. Like, we have to throw this here. Okay. <laughs> They're like, I want Bloomingdale's. I was like, for a page and a half? All right. Yeah, for, it was a page and a half. <laughs> 30 by 40. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, let's make it big. Yeah. I think you were there for that set. <laughs> well, which episode? It... Necro. I... They played. I was there for like one day the, of that. It was in the Were stage, stage. The big. Yeah. It was the big giant apart makeup set. It had like integrated lighting and. Yeah. I don't know if I saw that. It oh, was you guys. Did built you re- do you remember the? Do you remember the the embalming room? Yeah, I remember the embalming. It was room. out right outside the embalming room. Oh. But you might okay. not have seen it if we weren't shooting on it that day. It was right there, but it was quick. It was the. It was, the, it was in and out. <laughs> it was also the last day you guys were shooting that episode too. Yeah. Um, that makes you were sense, doing though. like the car crash and yeah. I I spent like an hour trying to replicate like the the marry me sign with yeah, the, fair. Uh, the the <laughs> um, the cereal yeah yeah, yeah yeah I, I think that got cut the uh, outside stuff right none of that made it into the episode no a lot of it did yeah yeah <laughs> there we go oh okay yeah yeah looks yeah. pretty good really good you know what I I think I did see that yeah or at least. What was I think that was one. Of, I don't text you much, but I texted you after that. I was like, "This set looks fucking awesome." People <laughs> yeah. were like, "I read yeah. that and I didn't expect this." No, I, I was didn't like, either. I didn't plan it. I was like, "It looks I was great." Yeah, all something quick little. I texted pop, you right? after. I was like, "This looks so good." <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's let's shift gears a little bit. You guys want to talk about some TV and movie news? I sure. love talking about TV and movies news. God, I, God, I can't get this playing. Beautiful like, audio. That's <laughs> wow. That's high quality right there. You know what's funny? I played it last time, and then when I went to edit it, it played perfectly. Oh, so really? It's probably gonna be the same thing. Just like how we're hearing it. Yeah. No, it's not. How oh, okay. <laughs> well, hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> um. So we're Oscar season. Mm. We're Academy Awards season right now. So uh, I think we talked about it a little bit on last episode, just like rolling through. Um, first, I want to talk about, not accidentally. Accidentally. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. distracted by Hulk Hogan vampire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I want to talk about the Academy Award uh, nominations for Best Pictures, which I've now seen. I think there's one, two, three, four, eight, ten. There's ten nominations. I've seen nine of the ten. <laughs> All right. What what haven't you seen? I have not seen, and only for the fact of the review I've gotten from a couple people, it's not because it's called Women Talking. (laughs) (laughs) It's because the two people that have given a review have been women, and they're like, well, it's really boring, but if you can make it to the very end... It's okay. That's always a good, <laughs> solid selling point right there. Yeah, and I was like, well, that review really hasn't captured me. <laughs> I love Francis McDormand, though, I have to say. I do, but see, here's another problem I've had. So the what what what's her movie that won Best Picture a couple years ago? It was Three a, Billboards? No, oh. no, 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 no. It was the uh, the, the, the van life one. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Nomadland? Nomadland. Nomadland. And I did not like that movie. Um, I think solely because I have converted a van and lived out of my van for months on end. Um, on purpose or on purpose. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pandemic. I, I lived in Colorado for four months. 
Um, yeah, out of, out of the van, out in national, and just built greenhouses for a living <laughs> for that time. And I, fi- and I thought it was lovely. Uh, she pooped in a bucket inside of her van there while she was living. Uh, her van was in a spot where there was nobody for miles, and I thought that was bullshit because you're not going to poop where you sleep uh, when you have nothing outdoors. That was the one thing that took... Took yeah, you yeah. Out of the movie. It really it was one of the bigger. <laughs> honestly, also that movie didn't really have a solid ending for me. It didn't have a storyline where she mm-hmm. ended. It was a where the movie ended. It was exactly where it started, which I don't like movies that do that. Right. Because I feel like then you, you haven't made you, a journey. You haven't made right. it. Yeah, you haven't made the completion to your journey. So I don't think the best picture nomination was there. I haven't had. Have any of you seen Women Talking? No. 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 So nobody can. It talk was the to, title for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Great, Freddie. That's a joke. That's <laughs> yes, a joke. We know. <laughs> Freddie's not a raging misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I want to go through. So we'll, we'll go through, and all of us. Uh, who here has seen Top Gun Maverick? I saw oh, it I saw. on the plane without any headphones, and I felt like I got the gist of it. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. fair. You've seen it, right? Parts of it. Parts? Just, you haven't seen the whole thing? James wasn't into it. So you cut it off? James wasn't into it. I, I really, really liked it, actually. <laughs> Did you like it so yes. far going yes. in? Yes. Just say, James, we're watching. <laughs> we're I'm... finishing this movie. <laughs> I got to take my wins right now. Well, okay, let me, let me see. That. Did you walk out of a theater or did you shut it off? No, I was home? at home. Okay, okay. I enjoyed the football scene very much. Yes. Uh, I like football. I liked it more <laughs> than the original. I thought it was better than the original, to be honest, because I went in with very low expectations. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah. To, to me, it felt like the the original Top Gun, they just had were redoing it and kind of had refined it after thirty years, right? Fair. You know, so I was like, this doesn't seem like they're really redoing anything. And then the the girlfriend, who is like a single mom, right, that owns her own bar, was the and... love interest in the first one, also. Oh, was she? Yes. Oh, I missed that. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They... She's gotten older. <laughs> no, no, no. But it seemed like she had too much money. Like she had like a nice car and like a nice. You know, uh, uh, her own restaurant. Oh, for I, was like, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like the poop bucket thing that took me out of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. The so, car is the poop bucket. So, top <laughs> best picture material. No, no. Not really. I don't think so. I don't think it belongs here. But that's the same. Um, I'm it was jump, a fun movie. That's I, I'm going to jump to this. It was a fun movie. It was great. I loved it. I think it was nostalgic. Uh, the reasons I don't think it was Top Gun. I mean, Top Gun. Top, <laughs> top Gun best, material. Best picture material was the same reason I think Avatar was not top picture material. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. Storyline. Storyline is just not there. I mean, I mean, if you're just recycling material, it's just honestly, I think the only reason Avatar is in this in this category is because of the hype. It's just because oh, this is the highest budgeted feature of all time. Why would it not be here? You know what I mean? Yeah. If they win, I'm going to be absolutely pissed off. I I think it's well over some of these other the movies, Irish yeah. movie. Oh. Okay. No. Okay. So so let's move down. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I think it should. Win. Honestly, as much as I don't want it to win, out of all these categories, I think everywhere, everything, all at once. Why don't you want it to win? Why you uh, hate personal it? reasons? Person? Oh, because okay, right. yeah, that I don't really want to talk about on the podcast, but I, I do think it was the best movie. It was really fun. It was it super was fun. Very dynamic. <laughs> Good super story. Different. Cr- interesting. Yeah, wildly creative. Yes, wildly creative. And it was Agreed. the story was great. I mean, yes. it got it pulled yes. on the heartstrings. Like totally. it, it, when they had that whole love interest, like side story in an alternate universe yeah. with um, 
um, uh, uh, with the hot dog fingers. And, I, and she's hot in a, dog a, fingers. She's a, and she's in a, and she's in a lesbian relationship fingers. with. Uh, uh, I was pretty stoned when Curtis. I watched it, and I was like, yes. "What is happening?" With I those know fingers? the production. Is, mm-hmm. I, I know the production design team on this too, and they are so wholesome people. And I've so, talked to Jason. Yeah, uh, he's about an art director. Right? He's lovely. Have you seen his house or anything no. like that? He like builds stuff in his house to oh, like cool. to be like. He, it's like going into his house is like window shopping because he'll cool. build like facades like just for fun and just like he's a collector too so it's like they're so i don't know there's so people that are just so passionate not only about their craft just like it's their hobby yeah like it's not their craft it's their also hobby. he won the adg award for fantasy and he's good he should like those types of people should for for that movie yes yeah and because they're not like they're so good at their job they're just and it's not by any means of following anybody. It's just being passionate about collecting and passionate about like building these cool things and making stuff that doesn't exist. And that's somebody there. And he's wholesome to his crew. He mm. loves his people. He's mm. one of those people that we're saying is like not like doesn't slam your crew down. He's very he's very inviting and fun to work with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like inspiring. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. It's that's that's a very necessary thing in this industry think, when you're I, working like I, I think, 60 great. to 70 I think hours going, a week great. minimum i think going mm. into this like new way of where the industry going especially because back the past generations may have been to be a badass and hard ass and like yeah like i don't think that's it moving forward i think it's it's liking to work with people who are passionate about what you're doing yeah. and people under them being also passionate about what they're and doing kind. and kind <laughs> and and having fun, having Absolutely. fun. Yes, exactly. So that's honestly the movie out of these tens, I think should win. And I'm hoping is going to win. We were thinking about having a Oscar, like uh, a pool party or whatever, but yeah, Jackie ruined that. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> the Academy Award day is the next day. She is scheduled to go in to induce, so oh, we probably. Oh, so you're have, good. You're <laughs> in before the deadline. Yeah, we can all get hammered Sunday night, and then Monday we'll and go you'll, in. You'll suffer, and then yes. be super hammered when you meet your kid. And then I'll be up. I'll be up for thirty six <laughs> hours straight. <laughs> She like great. super hug over, be like, "Yeah, this baby's fine." Yeah. Just call her an Uber and meet her at the hospital. <laughs> okay, so I want to move down because uh, the next movie is The Banshees of Insurance. Uh, um, I watched this this week, and by glowing reviews from both Grant and Freddie, I believe, mm-hmm. were you guys the ones to give me? Yeah, it, was I, it, fuck, it sucked. Yeah, I can really? see that. It sucked. Uh, I hated it. Not oh. okay. I don't, hate's a strong word. I don't think I hated it. It was boring as shit. Yeah. I thought the storyline just didn't end where it was. Did you see the movie, Eve? Not yet. I've known you for a long time. I can. I, I want to see it. I I love. I it. I'm a big fan of why these other movies like too, like um, In Bruges, Seven Psychopaths, Three Billboards. I, I see, did. I did like. Yeah, all of those. I want to mm-hmm. see In Bruges. That's the one thing that I was saying. In Bruges but, was really good. But yeah. I've I've heard like through talking to other people, In Bruges was a lot more, like there was more to it than this movie. <laughs> yeah, I think he was doing something different than he's done in his other movies you know where the other ones there's there's more action there's more uh, that's what i mean there's more going on here is where this movie stands for me they're on a a very quiet island off the coast of ireland and the whole storyline is this guy just decides one day he doesn't want to be friends with this guy he's been friends with his entire life and goes to the pub every single day with 
and he just can't get over it. And he's just trying to be, and then his friend that he's trying to like get back is like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. And if you keep trying to be friends with me, I'm going to start cutting off fingers mm-hmm. and self mutilating myself. And he cutting <laughs> off his own finger. Yes. Because his, he wants, he's like, I'm going to start cutting off my own fingers. Anytime you talk to me. Anytime you try to talk to me, because that's how bad I don't want to be friends with you anymore. This is a friend that he's been with friends with his entire life. And that's pretty much the story. Yeah. It, it is, but there's like, the, <laughs> yeah. there's a backdrop of, uh, which war? Um, it, it's like the Irish Irish Civil War or one of the wars that Yeah, like Ireland the IRA has. and shit. Yeah, like and there's, there's like... There's no war going on. Don't, it, don't it, let them... It's don't off let the them, island. In yes, the, in it's the off back, the... Maybe the it's period. in the background. There's, yeah. They may talk about it a little bit. There's no war that's attained But I think it's island. supposed to be like an analogy to that because, you know, they have a simple disagreement and then it just, it like, blows up to the point where, like... Well, I don't want to spoil mm. the ending, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> it, it blows up. Right. You know... But it's still, even the way it blows up, like, after the way it blows up, they're still like, oh, I see why you did this, but I don't want to be your friend anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, it's still like a big... It's a slow burn. It's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> a slow burn. An animal dies, which you don't like to see. So I'm saying... Stop no, giving yes, away. Stop I'm not giving, giving away too much. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like... Is it a cat? No, 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 it's not. A, it, <laughs> you're not going to guess the animal. I'll tell you that. Okay, good. So I was really disappointed after you guys said the, a movie. Let's move on. No, the movie that I was not disappointed in, in which I thought it was going to be is the triangle of sadness, just particularly towards the name. Has anybody here seen the triangle? No, of sadness? I haven't even heard of it. Watch it. It's fucking fantastic. Really? Yes. <laughs> Cause it's, it's three different and Woody Harrelson's in it. Oh, he's good in whatever he does. I know, uh, and it, it, yeah, it's three. Takes after his father. It's three parts. <laughs> it's three different parts, um, and it starts off with like these this male modeling going on, <laughs> yeah, and like what goes into male modeling, and then that's why it's called the Triangle of Sadness. He's like, oh, I want to see your face, your eyes move up. He's like, give me the Triangle of Sadness, which is like the m- way you make on your face that makes like a triangle that makes it look like... I dated like... a male model once. Really? Did he ever give you the Triangle of Sadness? I'm look? not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look it up. Yes. <laughs> so that's that's where the name comes from, but it's like this influencer like in male model relationship between this girl like staying at the... And then they like shoot to the second part, which is them on a yacht, mm-hmm. which gets like kind of capsized and overwhelmed over like this crazy like like they get hit by a huge storm and Woody Harrelson is the captain of the ship and he's just like a drunk and I does I haven't heard anything about this movie. Do you want to watch the trailer? <laughs> Do yeah. you want to pull up? Should yeah, I? let's see the trailer. <laughs> okay. Cuz I I've, I've heard the the name but like other than that no one I know has seen it or I you know No, cuz we watched it. I watched Tar. I watched I watched uh, the movie you guys were talking about, All and we quiet? were because I didn't like Tar either. Oh yeah, I, I All watched quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, did you? watch I, I didn't watch that, and that was good. Um, mm. But I watched the movie. You said it was fantastic earlier. It was. It was fantastic. <laughs> now uh, it's g- just good. Now it's just no, no, good. no. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. <laughs> it looks beautiful. No, it was fantastic. So, is this runway casting for a grumpy brand or a smiley brand? So it's a grumpy brand, yeah. Congratulations! Show me that Balenciaga look. Suddenly, I'm dressed in something way less expensive. <laughs> it's H&M. Yay! Balenciaga. 
He sells manure. choice to show a lot of vomiting in your trailer. Yeah. Or elephant there's, diarrhea yes. in the case of Babylon. There's a lot of that in this movie. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's going under. why the subtitles when they're speaking English? I don't know. <laughs> Is it the accents? Or, I mean, I could understand that. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind so, of... That looks does it turn into like a Lord of the Flies type of situation? There, yes. kind of looks like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's three different parts to it. And I mean, the trailer gives away a lot of the parts a little bit. But like, honestly, going into it, if you watch like the first third of it, you're like, all right, all right, I'm into it. And then they get to the second part and you're like, wasn't expecting where this was going. Right. And then you get into the third part and you're like, definitely didn't see this coming whatsoever. So it's it's a good movie for like, if you don't like to like be able to yeah. like predict the ending, mm-hmm. this is a good movie for it because it's complete. And, and it has like that weird like dark humor to it. I was mm. I was sold on the vomiting. Me yes. <laughs> Lots of vomiting. And, and the Woody Harrelson constantly giving that little... Little yes, oh, no, it's, it's a lot of that too. Um, so after watching that, we because we had to, this is the one movie I think we had to pay for on Amazon to watch. I think it was like the five dollar rental fee or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, we've been watching. I think we had watched four different like Academy Award yeah. nominated movies, and we've been disappointed. And I was like, this is the one we watched the trailer, and I was like, this is the one movie that I'm kind of like a little bit more interested in, and. I was really into it. Okay. I, I think, but I think it was like where that like it's your mindset if you're into like this weird fucked up 
kind of like this yeah. is better. This is more interesting to me than the boring. Like it seems talk. like a little like a Wes Anderson kind of comedy. It's not. It's not. No. It's not shot like a Wes Anderson movie at but all. It feels oh no, you can see that. In that way. Yes. Yeah, the actual comedy. Yeah, of it. like but, the quirkiness. The com. Yes, the comedy of it. There. I think most of you actually would be super. I think you would be really into oh, it. Oh, it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, you should watch the movie because I think you would be super into. And I hadn't heard anything about the movie until okay until cool. then. So I think that was good. So I think that definitely. I don't think it was the best. I, I do think everything everywhere all at once was better. Mm-hmm. But I did like the movie for all it was worth. I want to talk about Tar real quick just because I've been mentioning it a bunch in the thing because I did watch it and I didn't like it a lot. Mm. <laughs> Has anybody here seen Tar? No, no. Um, I didn't like it. Do you guys know what Tar is about? No. Mm. Conductor. The con- yes, the conductor that is being canceled because of sexual allegations for manipulating somebody who ended up uh, committing suicide. Who this is ended- a real story? No, 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 no. no. Okay. It's it's completely fiction. Um, she so she has an egot fictionally in the thing. So she, which means she has the Grammy, Academy Award. Uh, Emmy and a, and a Tony, Tony Award, mm-hmm. uh, which only 16 people, I think, in the world have ever gotten. Wow. So she's gotten EGOT because she's like a famous conductor and she does all these movie scores and all this stuff like that. And apparently, like, there's a, a, a fan of hers that she started, like, helping out and stuff. And then she... Uh, the story is is that she like sexually assaulted her, like did favors and stuff like that. So I'm not going to give too much away, but I will give away the fact that throughout the movie, you never ever know who, whether she did it mm-hmm. is, if she did it. So it's, it's one of those movies that's left to the viewer to make their own conclusions. Mm. Which I don't really like going into movies. I don't like to where it's like, figure it out for yourself. Uh, I like kind of being guided. And I like yeah, knowing which direction to go to. Lazy so with it. You see, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, more or less, though. Yeah. Um, because Mike I mean, doesn't want to do too that's, much thinking. That, no, no, that's not to say that I don't like <laughs> to do too much thinking in a movie, but like this movie is just like it's about cancel culture, and that's that's the reason it was nominated for an Academy Award for Best mm-hmm. Picture was right. because it's like okay, here's what cancel culture is right now: is here she is, and here's her diminishing, like she's on top of the world, and you just see her diminishing and how she falls, but they never give any answers. They never show her doing anything. They never show her doing anything wrong. They mm. never show her they trying hit, to cover hit up. Hit you things. with the flashback. They and... they'll hit you with like a flashback of her like helping people out. They'll hit you with a flashback of her, like at a college where she's just like teaching people like about composers and like they'll teach in a college like like a big the, one of the biggest scenes of the movie is she's teaching at a college mm. as like this egot like guest speaker. And there's one guy that was that she's like, oh, do you listen to this composer? And he's like, no, because that composer's sexist. And she's like, all right, let's take away all that for a second. Just listen to the music. Don't mm. like listen to the personal life. Listen to the music and listen to all the, the stuff behind it. And she goes, he goes, I don't fucking care because they're sexist. And they're like, okay, but they produced one of the best scores to humanity. Like, so you have to put that when you're trying to become the best composer of all time because realistically and how they did this and they're like they filmed it and blew it up and be like oh she's a sexist because you know what i mean so it's like one of these like building things hmm. to makes it and, and 
let's put all that stuff aside. Movie's boring as shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's not interesting whatsoever. It jumps around timelines a lot. I don't think it's good. Okay. That's it. Hot takes. Hot I, takes. I do think that's an interesting concept because I had a roommate who um, adamantly refused to watch any Roman Polanski movie because of mm-hmm. what, that's a good what example. happened with him. That's a great example. But I love Chinatown. Chinatown's I think that's incredible. A, a fantastic movie. P- pian- what was Rose the pianist? Got some great baby. The pianist. The pianist, right? Rosemary's Baby. Oh, oh yeah. Rosemary's Baby. The pianist and Rosemary's Baby is like they he's, are some of, he, He's talented. He's a creeper, but he's talented. Oh, he's yeah. fucking creepy. He's creepy not allowed in the United and States. Talented. Yes. Exactly, but like I mean, not giving our words due. I mean, if Michael Jackson wouldn't be People still <laughs> listen to Michael Jackson. Yes, like they still play it on the radio, you know, yes. mm-hmm. every Halloween thriller. Mm-hmm. And that's like a separation. And I think that's what the whole movie is kind of trying to allude to. Um, best picture? Hard no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hard no. So let's move on to some other ones that we've all seen. The Fablemans. I, I haven't see seen it. The Fablemans mm-hmm. yet. No? No? It's a bit boring. It is a bit boring. More interesting than Tar, more interesting than Banshees of Inishirin. Um I think Steven Spielberg kind of... Plateaued a while ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he created this formula for making, like... And we got some, some great movies from it, like, like just looking at your wall over here, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like, he's made some classic movies, but, like, when was, like, the last really good movie he's made? I'd say Super 8. Super, Super 8, 8 was, was great. So good. Super 8 was great. But when so was good. that? That was, that was what, 2011 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, I did like Munich. I thought Munich was interesting. Munich was good, too. Um, um, Fableman's was watchable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> it was. You can find it. It was watch. watchable. And here's the thing is, like, it, Fableman's was the first... Uh, biographical picture that he's really done so it was based on his life it was yeah. almost a hundred percent based on his life and i like looked into it and looked into like a lot of the documentarian like the history of it almost every single thing that he did was very much true story mm. about like how he grew up to like him finding his mom was cheating through filming <laughs> and, and stuff like that and 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 everything about it like the way he comes through and i i appreciated the props in it i think i think more than the storyline the props in it were fantastic mm-hmm. and that's i think what got me you know, it was like oh i would love to like take these like old editing machines we got a little bit of that in like season in the first Fun. season yeah like episode drive three in. yeah driving mm-hmm. where we got to like play a little mm-hmm. bit with that but like this one was like going way deeper in that and i i found appreciating it because one of the cameras that he likes with you he's like oh you got an airflex 16s like I want to be able to film with that. That was the first film camera that I got in film school, and I mm. bought two of them. Oh, cool. And I filmed the whole project just with that film camera. So like there was like a lot that went into that. With the editing machine, did did he cut his fingers off with with that with the splicer like we did? In yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> not in real life. It's <laughs> a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Uh, the Fableman was good. Um, does it deserve to be in? I mean, you've seen it, so does it deserve to be in this category? Best picture. I mean, given the field, I think so. Yes, I, th- I think that's a good. I don't know that it deserves to be in the production design field. Is it in the pr- production design field? 
I thought I had this open. Maybe I don't. Oh, wait, wait, I do have it. Um, it's, it's Babylon. It is. It's yeah. Elvis. It's it all is. quiet on the Western Bab- Front. It's yeah. Fablemans, and it's Avatar. It's Avatar, yeah. B- Babylon, Avatar, Elvis. Which which of those movies do you think should have won? That's a good question. Should win best. Should win. For, for production. For, for, for so. production. I think design. Elvis. I do, too. Or Avatar. I do, and, too. And, I mean, Avatar, and I, I understand storyline, this and that, but they literally designed everything. The flora, the fauna. The vehicles, the like everything is is concepted in that, and it's all cohesive and it's beautiful. How much of that though is like fabricated, or is, some of it's fabricated, but it? but regardless of whether it's fabricated Just in our environment, alone. it's designed. Yeah, and this is a design category. Right. If you're, you know, so we we talked about this in the last podcast I was on. It's a little daunting because you're like well but it's cg but but not everything cg they build some of it practically then they do some you know blue screen and green screen um but it regardless of how how it's created Mm -hmm. digitally or practical it's designed yeah and that's that's the the consideration i think when you're talking about design every single thing is thought about and I'm not, I'm not saying it, it should absolutely win hands down. I think it was gorgeous. I think the palette was gorgeous. Elvis was gorgeous. Babylon was really beautiful. I think for All Quiet on the Western Front. Yes, was and, and that's that's the next movie on the, the detail. On, of yes, that. that's the next movie here on the Best Picture list, and I think it deserves to be talked about with both of these categories because here's the thing about All Quiet on the Western Front that I think um, should be deal with. I think with production design putting into it like when you have to dig trenches yeah. mm-hmm. and build underground kitchens and mm-hmm. underground like all and that that's that's only a portion of it you still have to do like the german and especially in world war one world war two we got like tons and tons of research on world war one is like one of these like forgotten things that people don't like to talk about where more people died um mm. just on that on, on advance where like from germany's perspective have you, did you guys all see this movie? I've seen uh, the yeah. original one, but I haven't seen the new one yet. The 1980s one? Uh, yeah, oh, no, it was a uh, 19... Wasn't it like... I thought it was older than that. I think it was, I think it was the early 80s. You having a hipster moment over there? Did, you haven't seen the new one, though? <laughs> no, I have not seen you the new one. Either? I haven't seen the new one. Yeah. you seen the new one? It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And and I think... I, think, I mean, to, to get out of their... I mean, there hasn't been a German movie that's come out that's been like this since almost Das Boot, really. Did you like Overlord? Yeah, I did actually a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's stunning. Yeah, it was stunning. So um, I think Wait, there's did you say a... Overlord. Yeah. That's the one where they got the um... zombies. Yeah, the zombies. Oh, yeah. it is a zombie one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Love that movie. It was <laughs> so <laughs> good. Fantastic. It was so yes. much better than I thought it was going to no, be. Me too. Yeah, 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 I know. I, I played it with my parents. I was like, "You guys got to watch yeah. this," and they loved it. Yeah. It was good, but. All Quiet on the Western Front was so fantastic, it and was. the amount of trenches, like you, like you really gotta dig that shit. I can the, only detail, the detail, the We were talking it. about the mud in our last podcast. Mm. Like the mud is kind of a star in this, just oh, like the consistency yeah. and the way it is, and like the French having the better. They have wine, they have right. more amenities, and versus the Germans, but everything down to the detail was thought out in these environments. Yeah, and that's you live or die on that. And this you type do. of movie, if that was wrong or off or not as good. Yeah, with the ambiance too, and everything like that, and like this is down to like craters, 
into the like built out they filled them with water and it's yep. like nasty they're in standing water a they're lot in of the standing time. Stag- yeah. stagnant water and mm-hmm. the thing about like in world war one like following the perspective of the german army like this was a losing battle from them from the beginning like the entire world was against almost solely germany there was nobody on their side. So you have all these people coming in and over those like what, four or five years, they only advanced maybe a hundred meters. And I think that's like the, the front line because the front line didn't advance. They were at this one period where they're just like, all right, go. And they just kept sending front line after front line, after front line, after front line, where Mm -hmm. millions of their people died because they literally just sent them into death. Well, yeah, they were, like, crawling across the country, like, foot by foot. Across the exact same line into France. Like, here's the line. Go. Oh, you all died? Here's the next line. Go. Go. Oh, we got a new set of people? All right. Here's our our trenches. Here's our, like, area. Go. To where, like, you see in the movie, they finally, like, make it into France's area. And then the tanks come out. Like yeah. not not too much of a spoiler alert, but like the tank starts to come out and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Well, we're, they make it into the French's like yeah. trenches into their kitchen and stuff like that. Like all that stuff is so beautiful mm-hmm. and so awesome and just so artistic and like to be able to match that is. It's astounding. It's astounding what they were able to do, and especially like I looking at their crew list. Believe that they lost to Babylon in the period category. Yeah, the, personal thought. Yeah, yeah, no, and I agree. But if you look at like, if you look at the people like doing this stuff like that, it's it's a primarily heavily uh, Berlin crew. Like, because I was looking at the prop master, prop master's da- David Hoffman, who ju- has done almost everything that's been done. Like every, there's been a lot of like German films. Like if you went through his resume, you could just list off a couple. You're like, oh yeah, I've seen that. Right. Like I've seen that. I've seen that. And they're all subtitle. Mm-hmm. movies but they're like the german movie the only german movies that you could like be like yeah i've seen that I've heard about it yeah yeah and in i'm sure the production designers probably german also in the same align you know what i mean like to be able to like make it in this category because yeah. academy awards are one of those things to get into so i'm sure this movie has to be on the foreign films mm. line too like it's a it's a subtitle movie Honestly, but I think it's up there. I think it's in the top three of this category, to be fair. Um, Let's move down. Avatar. Nope, I don't think it belongs here. I still haven't even seen the first one. Really? (laughs) Not over the second one? Nope. Second one's a lot like the first one, but it's not. (laughs) But it's in water, right? (laughs) Yes, but it's in water. (laughs) So, okay, we'll move on. (laughs) Elvis. Production design, yeah, I think you're you're right there. Because... Let's talk about production design for real for just a second. Um, not only did they recreate a lot of the streets from the period and stuff like that, but there's a lot of the stage sets mm-hmm. that you have that I think that takes um, almost a different specialty. Because, there, I mean, obviously with production design, you got to take into effect that you have the streets, you have like a lot of different sets, but then there's stage design which is almost like a completely different specialty mm-hmm. that you go to when you get into specialty. Like the, that's somebody that can do like the Academy Awards and does production design isn't typically the same person that does stuff on sets for American Horror Story or like any other big movie that you're going to be doing because they're building stages in-house. 
So it's kind of like a little bit of a crossover at that point. Have you done any stage work ever? No. No? Would you feel super nervous if you had to do something like that? I wouldn't be nervous. I remember being in an ABT show in New York. Yeah. American Ballet Theater. And I was so stunned by the set. I, I, mm. I remember, I think it was Swan Lake. And I went, that looks fucking gorgeous. And it had all this depth and this dimension, but it wasn't, right? It was a little dimension, yeah. but it wasn't as much as it appeared to be. It was very clever. And it was before I was in this this field at yeah. all and i just remember thinking that is genius like that is so beautiful so i would love the opportunity to do something like that yeah i think that'd be a lot of fun there's but a lot i of, would do a lot of research yeah totally there's know? a lot there, here's here's yeah. what i like about doing that stuff in like a cinematic uh kind Universe. of setting yeah yeah because there's a lot of moving parts in it and i think that what's that show um with jim carrey kidding Mm-hmm. Have you seen like that video where they like are moving around the set and you have people pulling shit out as they're doing that like, oh, yeah. beautiful shot? And it's like looking down. So it's looking set up down. A camera is doing like a and time it's like lapse. it's like a, a it's time such lapse. a team effort between the production designer, the prop master, the grips. Yes, like especially with people pushing shit out and moving mm-hmm. walls, construction team, like everything to be able to switch things out in one consecutive shot to be able to do that. Anna Karenina like- did that. The film, if you if you look at that, you're literally looking at the actor and the sets are moving around the actors. It was Eve Stewart, I think, and she's fantastic yeah. and she's European designer. Um, she did Les Mis. Yeah, so yeah, she's, yeah. Anyway, I was I marveled at that when that came out. I was like, and it didn't it didn't win yeah. that year. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was yeah. like, the set was literally morphing in yeah. front of our eyes. Like the amount there was snow, and then there wasn't snow, and then yeah. the set changed while we were looking at it. Like that's yeah. amazing. To I me. think that I think there's such like an art to that, and I think any of that should win everything because totally. to be able to get this many departments on top and be able to master it to be able to <laughs> consecutively yeah. move everything. There's so many moving, literally <laughs> moving parts to be able to figure that out. It's so fucking fantastic. And I, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I think Elvis definitely, I think it's a contender for design. I think for design, you're right, because I think to be able to do both of those aspects, there's so many portions of production design that you need to know and be able to master, which stage design is such a huge part because they do Mm -hmm. so many stage shows, not just one. They do like multiple different stage shows that goes in where the storyline isn't amazing, but the things that are like brought into as far as production design and be able to do all that is definitely feed in its Mm -hmm. own. So there so um with all that being said uh what's your number one for uh uh everything everywhere eve agreed yeah best picture i think yeah everything everywhere all at once but i wouldn't i wouldn't be mad if banshee won oh i, I wouldn't would either i would yeah, I, know I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if all quiet run I wouldn't That's either. True. I wouldn't if yeah. all quiet one also. And I could also maybe not be mad at Elvis. So yeah, I, I, those for are kind of my top three. Production design for sure. Um, all right, let's move on to. We're gonna do just the last piece before we uh, so now just so we get in one game. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna do yeah. quote that movie. Oh, okay. Uh, which we haven't done in a long time. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna How are we gonna? Wh- I don't even remember how... I know, because we haven't done it that long. Yeah. <laughs> do we need a board? Yeah, we do need a board. Okay. Um, 
Do I need pants? <laughs> you need pants. Um, so you got... <laughs> that's a thing that Eve does that nobody yeah. knows. It's an inside joke. She, she <laughs> loves She loves to bring up pants. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just all implying that we're all pantsless. <laughs> yes. We're all pantsless and we all have a cat. Pants and yeah. cats. <laughs> Four cats and no pants. <laughs> pantsless cat studio. When are they going to bring back cargo pants with cargo shirts? Pockets big enough to carry ground cats. I don't know, but I'm interested. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen rich kids in LA wear those pants all the time. Those Actually, we might right not now. need the board. Giant. My 20 pound cat will not fit in my cargo pants. <laughs> you have but a my 20 pound, pound cat? cat? He's down to 18, actually. But yes, he was 21 at one point. He's down to 18.6, and I'm stoked. Is he just like a husky cat, or is he like a, like a Maine Coon? He's not a Maine Coon, oh. but he's big. Like, <laughs> right. he's not. Diminutive, right? He's not a small like he, his stature is larger. Yeah. But he was carrying extra weight, and now he's lost it. He's very active. He got a lizard today. Did you get him on the treadmill? No, I'd like to. I don't think he did. Mikey think tell he you about? Look at me. He did. Freddy's. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think dogs are easier. You know, dogs like are, luckily yeah. my dog is very fit. She's like a, a very fit ninety pound dog. Right. <laughs> That's um, afraid of my. Tongue. You actually, you actually don't need the boards for this. Fun enough. Okay. I need okay. the boards. I'm gonna go one by one across from you guys, and yeah, then, and then Freddie, Freddie, may, or one of you is gonna do the same for me, so I can get into this game okay. too. You're each gonna get a minute, one minute, and it's what? called "Quote That Movie." So I'm gonna go through, and this is fun because we're bringing in the blockbuster board game, which if you, any of you guys haven't played, it's the best board game known to man. Okay. If you love movies, get the blockbuster board game because we played it almost every single it's, time it's, we have a game night. Oh yeah, it's, it's easy. It's so fun, and it's, <laughs> it's you can have like as many people as you want, really. Yeah, just team like, but it, it's mm-hmm. so fun. So it'll be good. Um, <laughs> so. Usually I do random movie generator, but now we're picking movies from the card from the Blockbuster board game. So I'm going to give you a movie name. In mm. 60 seconds, you've got to give me a quote for every movie that I give you. It has to be a valid quote. So do, what do you think? Should we play Blockbuster rules to where if you don't know it, you can be... I don't think so. Not uh, for this one. I don't know. Blockbuster- we need to give quotes for... For each of the movies that I give you. The how it works One. in the blockbuster game is you can like, double down though, and you get skips, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can skip, so you can say pass mm-hmm. if you don't know anything. Okay. You can pass, and you can say double down as yeah as many times as you want. But but because the blockbuster down. game, the blockbuster game is played like if you don't know a movie quote, you can be like, oh, King Kong, oh, I'm a big <laughs> monkey on the Empire State. You can't do that for this game. <laughs> the way we're playing, you cannot do Isn't that. Is King Kong a silent film? I don't. I've, it's no, been remade. because it always ends with like. uh, uh, after not the, with Jack Black after he the oh, the gorilla yeah. King Kong falls off the building he goes uh, twas beauty who killed the beast <laughs> see that would be a proper quote <laughs> oh no so do you get the rules of the game Fred <laughs> I'm, yeah I'm skipping King Kong if it comes <laughs> yeah. I just gave it to you <laughs> twas do I have to do the voice I I think it's essential if you want to double down though. You What's have to double s- down mean? Okay, so let's. Here's I'm going to use this as an example because it's the easiest movie to quote in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember what movie it is? No. Forrest Gump. Oh yeah. Okay, so life let's, is like a box of. There chocolates. you go. Yeah. So you say life is like a box of chocolate. Double down. Something jumped up and bit me. <laughs> Triple down, and then you can keep going as long as you have quotes to go. If you say double down, and then you're like ah uh, ah. Uh, then you lose it. <laughs> can you just say quotes in order, even if you don't say double down? 
I just say you say double down to if throw it in. If you have a second yeah, yeah, yeah. one, just okay. say yeah. Just say life is like a box of Double down. Uh, run, Forrest, run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Run. Uh, yeah. Triple down. Uh, we make shrimp and mm. everything. Don't give away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Watch. Yeah. Forrest Gump's going to be the first. first card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we get the game? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Remember, we can say pass if you don't know it. So, um, Freddie, are you ready? Yeah. Let me get the mic away from me a little bit. Okay. Here I tend to yell. we <laughs> go. Avatar. Skip. 40-year-old virgin. Uh, oh, Kelly Clarkson! Okay. The Sixth Sense. Uh, aren't you dead? Next. Skip. <laughs> um, the Addams Family. Uh, fuck. Skip. Blazing Saddles. Uh, where the white women at? <laughs> um, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Uh, skip. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Sure is. Skip. <laughs> Monsters Inc. Oh, damn. Skip. Top Gun. Uh, from the top. Skip. <laughs> School of Rock. Uh, <laughs> watch me play this guitar. Skip. <laughs> Shrek. Uh, Donkey. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. Um, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> I know them all. <laughs> Skip. Saw. Oh, time. That hurts. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do very well. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Freddy, uh, there was some there that you should have got. Ace for sure. Hey, donkey. <laughs> I got that. Yeah, you did. Okay, you got one for Shrek. Um, I got three cards there. What yeah, are you yeah, talking yeah. about? Blazing Saddles. I could have I could have kept going, but yeah. And Avatar. I didn't get Avatar. You got forty year old virgin. That's yeah. what you got. You got three points. Um, it's see. hard when you're when you're yeah when you're thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is hard when the pressure's on. I it feel is. you on that. The heat is on. Oh, that's a song. Right? <laughs> it is. It's definitely a song. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, Eve. That, that's a song they used in like every get... '80s movie oh, yeah. at one point or another. I feel like I should get points for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that there's some good ones here. Let me get the. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready as I'll ever be. Remember, skip, skip whatever you don't, you can't figure out. Here <laughs> we go. Fast and the Furious. Ah oh, shit. Skip. And I love those. Independence movies. Day. Oh, skip. Oh, come on. I know. The usual suspects. Um, Kaiser Soze. Does that count? Sure. Evil Dead. Ah, oh, fuck. Skip. Godzilla. Nope. Skip. Tarzan. Skip. Jane. Sis- <laughs> I'll give it to you. Matilda. <laughs> nope. Slumdog Millionaire. Nope. Bridesmaids. Ooh, um, I'm shitting in the sink. I feel like that's one. Snakes on a plane. <laughs> snakes. <laughs> Come on. No, snakes on a plane. You got snakes? it. Snakes? I don't know. I've seen it. I don't remember. Star Wars. The Force is with you. Okay. Ghost <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, um Zoltar, right? Or Zoltan? What's the the guy? Zoltan? The no? That's Go- dude's where's Gozer. my car. What? Gozer. Oh. Time. I'm not giving you that one. <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't. That's dudes with Zoltan. Zoltan. No, what's the guy in that, like on the, like, oh, the, on painting? the roof? No, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Gozer. Gozer the Gozerian. Oh. He would know. Mm. 
Okay, so you should see his pajamas. He would definitely out of plane. I've seen all those. Snakes Get these plane. motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane! Yeah, they. they I've made, literally seen it. I didn't. They like. made the movie, and then like people were talking about it, and then they ended up doing reshoots because the internet like just kept <laughs> using making up this quote saying, "I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes <laughs> yeah. on this motherfucking and then they plane." They had him do it, and they're like, "All right, we got to reshoot this. We got to work that in there." You know, they changed. They were gonna change the name of the movie, but and uh, Samuel Jackson was like, "Oh, if you change the name, I'm quitting." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> snakes on a plane. It's the I, only reason I did this movie. I was working at um, uh, Blockbuster at the time, and when that movie Holy came shit. out. They came out with an asylum movie because they would always do that. Like whenever it was a big oh yeah asylum yeah, uh. and I think it was you got four by the way on a train. <laughs> snakes <laughs> was their knockoff. Snakes on a train. Snakes oh uh. snakes would be probably more boring. Snakes on a train. Like, <laughs> We've got all like, these snakes. Like, snakes at it. Snakes. <laughs> you, you did get four though, so you got one more than Freddy. So. He, You've exceeded a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty disappointed. I, 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 I'm pretty confident. Overall, I know nothing I'm, against Freddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in Grant to be. Fair. Yeah, Grant's gonna. He's gonna kill us. All right, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Un- Grant's gonna win. Grant's gonna win. <laughs> Jinxing you. He's got a, He's got a good. He's got an easy start too. I, I right. hope. This is big pressure for the first one because I think you're gonna get ready. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Three hundred. This is Sparta. Nice. Uh, Citizen Kane. Rosebud. <laughs> the Truman Show. Uh, if I don't see you tonight, say, or, or what is it? Um, if I don't see you later, happy, uh, I pass. <laughs> I'm flubbing all <laughs> over. I'm giving now. you half a point. Uh, sound of Music. The hills are alive with the sound of music. Platoon. I pass. The Naked Gun. Oh. I haven't seen that in a while. Um, Pass. Anchorman. Um, I love lamp. <laughs> Silence of the lambs. Hello, Clarice. It's good to see you again. Nice. The predator. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> the omen. That's one spooky baby. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the goonies. Um, I, I you know pass. Really? What? Uh, Mamma Mia. Pass. Hellraiser. Pass. Taken. Oh, we're done. No. <laughs> it's. Uh, I will find you. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's, I, I should have. I will find you. It's good morning, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon and, and good night. Yeah. So yeah. I gave yeah. you. I gave you half a point for oh, that okay. for like knowing the quote, but like I was not just flubbing all over. I'm like, this is taking too long. So with that being said, oh wait, wait. So you got we couldn't get a Goonies a Never a Say Die, huh? Six oh, and a half. That's it. Never. Yeah. I saw it once never when I was. Data, what does he say? Like, I'm here. Oh, truffle, shuffle, right? Oh yeah, the yeah. truffle. Yeah. Like when he opens the thing, data, and then like the all the stuff comes out of his thing. I so, just went to a movie hilarious. party at Alamo for the Goonies. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I love Alamo downtown. Yeah, it's I love so that good. Place. So I won free tickets in like a sword fight. We did the craft brunch can... in Halloween last year. What? Bitchin'. Did they do a little game before it? Uh, no. But Should it, Freddy pull it seemed like it might be a newer yeah, thing because they cards. the girl who did it was care. like I don't know what I'm doing. Freddy, oh. do you want to pull the cards? Or oh yeah, sure. All right. Oh, Mikey's got to go. I got to go too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Goonies so was he, one of those movies be... I didn't grow up with, and so Why not? I because I, I was watching uh, Ghostbusters. And it's Ninja one of my favorite movies Edward of all time. Edward Scissorhands, and mm-hmm. so I saw it's it when I was in college, and I was like, honestly, treasure like kind of the Treasure Hunt movies is like my dream. What about Neverending Story? Oh, um, it, 
we had it, but I, I was more into Ghostbusters. What was the new one they recently did? The Hawaiian one that was very Goonies esque. It was really what? fucking good. I think it was a Netflix movie. Mm, it's like a kids. Hawaiian. Yeah, I heard they about go it. In the cave and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. It was really good. All right, ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Scream. Um, pass. Charlie's Angels. Um, hello, Angels. <laughs> that counts. That counts. Uh, The Matrix. Um, red pill or blue pill? Nope. Jumanji. <laughs> that is the quote. <laughs> um. Uh, what year is it? <laughs> Never-ending story. Pass. Oh. The Hunger Games. Um, pass. Two thousand one Space Odyssey. Um, uh, pass. Lion King. Um, I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth. Pass. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Come on. Um. Rep. Rep. <laughs> Who put this equation on the? W- I don't know. <laughs> I bet you like apples. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, fuck. Um, my name is Red. I guess it's because I'm Irish. Casablanca. Um, it's good. Play it, uh, Sam. It's at time, time. Yeah. Oh, Play it, Sam. And then, uh, what was the one where he's at the plane and, and um, they're going away? Uh, you and I don't mean five? a hell of beans. Yeah. You and I. What, what was no, no, what, what was the quote? I don't know. I don't think that's right. Hun, what was the quote with the? How many did he get? What's the quote with the rat the plane? He's like uh. He didn't get Casablanca. Uh, oh, he did. I, I did not get Casablanca. No. Um, hold on. What was it's, the, it's, there's uh, a bigger quote. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Nope. He didn't get Jumanji either. Yes, I did. Oh, you got. Yeah. What year is it? Yeah. And you got Charlie's Angels. I count four. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, either way, tied. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tied. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, I win because I'm in charge. I'm pretty sure the yeah, right. the the <laughs> famous quote from Never Ending Story is "God, I hope my horse doesn't Never get sucked into that story. swamp." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Artemis. Yeah. yeah. That's like Aww. a. Uh, no. Yeah, Treyu and Artemis. I think. Was and then the horse. Um, Falcor. Oh my God, that flying dragon is amazing. Yeah. I used that's to a, want him to be one. my best friend. I think Jack Black was like the bad guy in the third one. Yeah, he was. Where he's like I, some like some tough guy that like steals the book. It was like his first role. That, that, that movie was so magical as a kid. Mm. Watching that All movie, he played was wow. like uh, bullies when he was young. Mm-hmm. He was in like... Wasn't he a bully in Rad too? Or no, Airborne. Airborne. He, you only see him like once or twice, but he's here's in, um, looking at you, kid. That's oh, the one. Here's, looking at, here's you, kid. looking at you, kid. Yeah. That's the one thing. Yeah. But he plays a pilot well, in Waterworld. Sam's also good. Oh, no, really? That's, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Actually, yeah. It's like I, I, because I, 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 I hated Citizen Kane, but I loved Casablanca. <laughs> Scream. There's a bunch too. I know. I know. We, James actually will watch Scream with me. Really? I, I do. We're watching Scream. Ted Lasso right now. Oh, Ted Lasso's oh, fantastic. So right? He's he's like. I watched Last night he's like Ted Lasso and like I'm rewatching it with him. Third season launches soon. Do you, you remember when uh okay, the the last episode of American Horror Story season one, 
Um, I brought on one of my mentor people that I used to work on. Uh, and you, you came on, you're like, oh, who's this older lady that you brought on? And I was like, oh, she like has mentored me a right. lot. So I brought her on to like, give her some stuff. she came on and she's like, oh, you got to watch Ted Lasso. You got to watch Ted Lasso. And then Brooks, oh, cool. Brooks was like, you got to watch Ted Lasso. And the last episode, if you know, like working on this stuff, especially production designers the same way as prop master. When you get to the very last episode of a season, you don't have much to do. Right. <laughs> so, so, so in the Except background, on our series, because we're anthology. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I did yeah. an underwater tank build yeah. <laughs> on the last oh. season. I remember telling That's my true. agent, and he's like, of course it's not have easy. Have fun with that. Of course you're doing, like, you know, I'm like. Yeah. So they started putting on in the trailer, Ted Lasso was, uh, I was doing rap work nice. or whatever. <laughs> nice. I was like, okay, it's pretty fantastic. Oh, it's so good. I, <laughs> I just finished watching um, Hit Monkey. On Hulu, with, yeah. Um, Jason Sudeikis also. Oh, I love him. He does. He plays this hitman who. Um, Hit monkey. Okay. He gets. Uh, it's based on a Marvel comic. He plays a hitman. He dies, but his ghost gets um, attached to this um, one of those like Arctic like um, Japanese snow monkeys. Oh. And, <laughs> and um, when he died, the all the snow monkeys clan got wiped out too. And so then the the he's like kind of telling the monkey what to do, and he's like following him around. And the monkey goes on like a murder rampage to wow. avenge his like monkey That's family. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It was it was a fun one. I think it's the same company that does Archer too, because like the animation style is very similar. Did you guys see Happy? Oh yeah, with um um Christopher um, Maloney. Yeah, I love him. So um from Law and Order. SVU. Um, love him. It, oh, is he the it, guy from um, Wet Hot American Summer? Yeah. Yes, yeah. and he he's now in Law and Order: Organized Crime, I think. But he had this like imaginary. I don't. What is it? It's like a, it's like a. It's his daughter's imaginary friend. Right, but voiced, it looks. What do you think? It's like a donkey. It's like a unicorn with like like yeah. a unicorn Pegasus sort of thing. Donkey. Oh like, yeah, yeah, it's like a little cartoon character. Yes, a little yeah. blue thing. Kind of looks like a donkey though. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. But <laughs> like I think a it's got a. I think it's unicorn? got a horn. It might. Because they do like like penis jokes with the horn. But it looks like a donkey. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it's 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 awesome because like as a designer, it's so exciting. Because it's so varied in what mm-hmm. they're doing. There's stuff that's gritty. There's stuff that's fantastical. It's bright. It's vibrant. It's dark and it's dirty. When they right? get to the alien stuff and like it's the, so it, it gets weird. Yeah, real weird. But so cool. Oh, like yeah. I told my agent, I'm like, look, if something comes along <laughs> like this, like I'm interested. Like oh, this is yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was super that's, fun. I, I think my biggest. I did one movie, and I think it, to this day, it's probably the favorite, most favorite project I've ever worked on in my life, and it was a indie movie called the band of robbers and i was up for that and i, I turned know, it down i know and, <laughs> and, and not because of the production designer trust no. me because it was it was a tom and hook adaptation yes. yes uh like modern day um adaptation with adults like what are it, they rafting down the la river no 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 tom <laughs> yeah. tom just using their feet <laughs> tom tom had like like grown up and like joined the police force, but he was like the offset one. And then Huck had got arrested like at a younger age and spent uh-huh. a lot of time in prison. So then he's getting out, but Tom is still like 
like he picks him up from present. He's like, come on, man, let's get back into like the old shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's still some fucking trick. Like he's the one. And then like Huck, the guy that's been in prison, he's like, I'm trying to like be straight now, man. Like I'm trying to go. He's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. And he's the police officer. Yeah. Right? He's like, let's get it. We're like, let's, let's get the it. old let's band back together, man. Yeah. Let's fucking tear it up. Shit. What's it it reminded me a lot of like the Sasquatch gang. And, right. Like, it was good though. Movies. Right. Yeah. Did, when you watch it, like hmm. as an indie movie, if you watch it, you're like, Oh fuck! This is really fucking good. <laughs> like, it's, I love it was the like script. A modern day script, dude, yeah. and the movie was really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, if you watched it, it was just it. Hold on, let it's me like see a treasure that. hunt movie, right? It's it, and that's yeah. yeah, and that's like the type of movie that it's like one of my favorites to type of work at because I like like the, just the the. I don't know the path that you take to like overcome and just try to like figure out. And then there's like this big treasure at the end. I remember you were showing me the molds you did for the, uh, I I learned a lot production design wise because I had to figure out, they're like, Oh, we need a custom coin. And it was so low budget that I was like, well, let me figure out how to, and I went to like this molding place and they're like, Oh, you can do it. And I carved it out of like a piece of clay. I carved because they're like, we want three snakes in the same thing. So I carved that like a coin look. I pressed a coin into the clay and then I carved out like the three snakes like logo at the head. And then I poured plastic into it and made like a fake pewter coin. And that was like the first prop fabrication, prop fabrication in the molding. Cool. And I learned how to do it and I did it myself. Like yeah. I carved it. I did everything. And I made a coin out of nothing. And then mm. I made a gravestone because like the production designer didn't do a lot of like the production designer should do a lot of that stuff, but like the, they have the grave site. So the gravestone I made myself and I made the same logo on the head of the gravestone and did like a lot of that stuff, which I'm not complaining. I loved doing all of that stuff. So there's so much like just that came out of me and like grew in me as a prop master to be able to do this shit. Uh, oh, I love that guy. Who played Huckleberry Finn? Go now. I know who Joe. Oh, that dude's from Criminal Minds. Yeah, that's yeah. Matthew Gray Goobler, not him. Oh, him. Oh, Kyle Gallner. Yeah. I got stuck He's on that good. dude's like TikTok one time. <laughs> the girls He's love him on TikTok. Oh, <laughs> Just compilation after he compilation. Eyes. He was in that new horror mm. movie. Um, <laughs> The one, the smile, the smile one. Oh, oh is he? That was creepy as fuck. It's creepy as fuck, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I just Somebody was saying it was it. good. I, I watched it was a decent. lot of horror. It was oh, decent, oh, yeah. yeah. Smile, did, did you saw it then? Like the at the theater. end where she like burnt down? And yeah, she, I saw like, it in yeah. the theater. Did you he see was Barbarian? Did I, yes, I did. I made Mikey watch it. He didn't. Barbarian? I loved it. Yeah, it was so good. That was fantastic. I, I don't James think he liked it too much. No, I'm excited. There's a lot of horror movies coming out in the next month. I'm stoked. Oh, what do you think about um, uh, 56? I don't know. With Adam Driver? I don't know. I'm very excited. Tell me more. Adam Driver crash lands on, like, from the future on prehistoric Earth. (gasps) I did see the trailer for this, and it looks very cool. I was was into it, and then we were talking about it on the podcast, and, like, he was like, I'm, I'm not into it. And then, but we watched the trailer. Well, it's, it's like future technology in a prehistoric environment, right? Because he has Ooh, the weapons. Yeah. I remember the trailer but now. <laughs> Sam Raimi's the producer on it. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, and I love Sam. I Raimi. do love Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Drag me to hell. Oh, that's. Oh, she doing the thing with like the gumming him with her. The, yeah, so scary, like so good. Yeah, oh, love him. How did you feel about the Evil Dead series? New Evil Dead coming out. I, this is. I know. I I need to see it, but I have not watched the new one. What? It it feels 
wrong. Season one is amazing. It feels wrong somehow, but I know like oh oh the series yeah oh the series yeah I thought you were talking about the the movies yeah I love mm. the series where he's new like movie coming when he's fighting yeah, a, a fighting a corpse's out. anus like <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love season one the new movie looks rad as hell too I'm so excited for yeah, it I'll was it Rise I think it's called Evil Rise. Dead Rise yeah. yeah I love yeah all of it. You got some people in this too. Yeah, good. Melissa. Like Minois. right before, right. Be, she, I worked with her on uh, something. How old is this movie? It's twenty oh, it's, uh, like fourteen or something. Hannibal Perez, yeah, yeah. twenty fifteen. That must have been like right when they started doing Andre. To be set on fire, never talked about anymore. I know. I really like the script. There was just. I wish that you were the production designer on it because I think we would have like we would have done How some other fun. Especially. How did you come to the project? I got. I interviewed with the production designer. So you, I, we I, might not have worked together on. That's it true. It yeah, it, you could have had Get this amateur. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could have totally been somebody else because, like I said, like the most developing, like. But this is like my like exactly my type of project that I like fiend for like anything like this to where like i saw the script and i was nervous but then i was like oh it's custom coin like i want to make this myself like custom grave i totally make stories this myself. is that to the nth degree oh 100 oh i've gotten to make some beautiful remember the things. rolling ball that was like the big one first Oh, was, first yeah, but yeah, yeah, okay. Game. Yeah, that but out of creativity up. goes. I remember the that, mask. That wasn't a, that was an easy one though, because out of creativity goes, that's the one thing Parker Swanson. It's like, oh, he's like, oh, here's the link of the ball we got. We just painted it red, <laughs> and then we can control it. I was like, okay, so I didn't get, have any creative power in that. It was just like, here it is, and then we can control it on your phone because you can just push forward on your phone, and then the ball would roll forward. <laughs> I remember oh. the Halloween mask. That was the a Halloween big one. mask was my biggest thing. Because I remember even with you, it was like I was talking about it, and there was no mask, and we went, well, we went through like 150 different masks because mm-hmm. originally it was scripted as like, oh, here's a Bart Simpson mask. And it, was like, <laughs> it can't be Bart Simpson, can't be though. Bart Simpson. Yeah, so we have to do like all these different masks, and they're like, oh, I want it to be something like this specific, and eventually I was like, I, I went through and I was like, well, what about these porcelain doll masks? And I pulled like a couple from each thing and I blended them together and I made this concept. And I think that's what made me want to do the SketchUp thing more because I know Photoshop enough to blend all of these together to show a concept in that aspect. But to be able to create a weapon, I think would be even more amazing (laughs) or something like that. Because that, showing that, because he's like, you show him 150 masks and after going through that many options, if they're still like, ah, it's not quite there. Like the closest thing that got there was like an emoji mask. It was just like, oh, okay. Oh. That's maybe. <laughs> but then he showed it to Ryan Murphy and Ryan Murphy was like, like no nah. fucking <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't like this one either. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, well, I don't know where to go. So I think the next thing was like the broken doll face mask, which mm-hmm. you make custom. And then it's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that one. That was so creepy. Yeah. That was the one. Like yeah. that was the one. That was like the first thing I think that had brought me up to was like, okay, I created this and we can create it. <laughs> I remember my grandma uh, when I'd go stay with her in her guest room. She had like the decorative porcelain masks on mm, the wall, mm-hmm. and I couldn't sleep in that fucking room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we had, we had other things like the adaptation of like the Aura camera, which was a collaborative effort mm-hmm. with you for sure. 
Like we worked together to like make the perfect aura. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which was cool. I may or may not have one hanging out in my display closet. May or may not. <laughs> oh really? Yes. <laughs> so or, you do th- the denial. Let <laughs> 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 show you. It's so fucking like some of those props are just so cool yeah. that you yeah. just, like, just like look at these things. We've definitely doesn't made. have any posters right on the wall right I there. I definitely don't have a. <laughs> A figure of St. Francis. Oh, yeah. With his dog or the totem yeah, yeah, yeah. from Paul, the totem season from... five in my office. There's not one or behind. Or the puka doll yeah. from Into the Dark. Like, I've got all of them. I, I still that... have one of the spears. Uh, oh, yeah. Because we, we. Or ha- may or may not have one I, of the I may, spears. I may or may not have <laughs> sitting right next to my my door <laughs> I, I brought it in may or may not have brought it in and was like uh, i'll put it here and i'll figure it out later and then like a year it's later still it's, it's still there yeah. <laughs> um that's yeah. from the drive-through or whatever drive-up episode right? oh yeah eve actually designed Driving. that poster yeah i made that i do poster. love that poster man. yeah eve designed that poster. that yeah, looks like an old school horror movie for sure right? i made four posters i had like a rabbit like there was like a bunch of different ones and that was the one that they went nuts over, and I was like, "Cool." Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. I was, that calling. was a fun one. That you should be doing one. posters. <laughs> yeah. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> no, forget yeah, this production I designer do, thing. Yeah. I'm gonna do posters. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. was what my creative director said in the first. He's like, "Maybe you can do movie posters," and I was like, "That sounds horrible. <laughs> like that doesn't that doesn't sound at all like yeah. what I'm looking for." <laughs> um, but okay. it's fun sometimes. Eve. Uh, where can our people find you if they want to look up your work and all that ass shit? IMDb. IMDb. Eve McCartney <laughs> or EveMcCartney.com. There you go. You have a, you Come have, on, give out you your personal phone. Of course <laughs> I have a website. Check out my shit. Oh, sweet. And uh, Freddie, we all know stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's move past him real quick. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood Boulevard, just on the street. <laughs> Dude, I left your house. I don't know. Okay. I don't know where you lived. I don't know if I'm putting you on blast right now. <laughs> I, I live. Left... In, I live in Korea. No, you live. You live in. You live in K Town, right? Yeah. So I left Ooh. your house one day, and and like on your street, as I pulled up to the red light, I had two people run up to two girls. Run oh up yeah. To my window. The prostitutes. Yes. <laughs> and slam on my window, and I was the most nervous. Dude, I've been in I'll all be going hell. to work at like five a.m. They're out there wearing nothing in the winter, and I'm like, God. Take some sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jesus he Christ. A sweater. There was <laughs> two of them though. They're like, "Hey, honey." <laughs> and I'll just be like, "Yeah." I'm like, ah, "I'm going to work, you know. <laughs> yes. I I don't have time. Sorry." Yeah. And they're like, I, "Oh, I can take care of you on the way." I, I'm like, "No." <laughs> I had never seen this in person before, and I just want to say, like, I've heard about it in like cops and stuff. I've never seen this in person before. And this time, I was like. This is really uncomfortable. Yeah, and they were. It turned green, and I finally started going. It was every street past uh-huh. that. I was like, what? and they're just I wearing didn't g-strings. Think this was a real they're thing. wearing g-strings yes. and bras, and that's it. And he doesn't live in like the sketchiest area, which is the funniest thing about <laughs> it's it. It's like it's like half gentrified. It's not yes. all the way there. Yes, yet. yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Grant, where can they find you? <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram at 
Pirate King 86. I oh. do shark paintings. <laughs> just he, just really man. good shark paintings. Eve, if you ever need some clear shark paintings for anything, Listen, my, he is so one good. One of my best friends, Annie, the prop master, she loves sharks. Oh, really? So really? I, might, I have to hit you up for a He's so good. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to, like, um, since we've been kind of slow, I was like, you know what might be a good thing? Make some paintings and then... Somehow, I got to get prints of them, but I don't know how I would be able to do that without taking the whole canvas apart. Because I just do. I just. You could just take it to a place that does a high res scan. <laughs> just take it to a place oh, that yeah? does a high res scan. They could put that on a flatbed and scan it. It's hmm. good though, right? It's great. Right? <laughs> I think she would love something like that. Like he gets like the top lighting done. I love it. And everything. I'm, I'm working on a big like. Did you like Me- Megalodon? I, I did. I, I loved, loved it. Are you excited for Megalodon 2? Yeah. We were talking yeah. about it. I read the book as a kid, um, and I was so excited for the ending of the the, the movie, which they, they skipped. Have you read the book? I have not read the book. So in the book, he's got this little personal submarine. Okay. He's driving at the shark. The shark's coming at him. The shark swallows him whole. He's got a scuba gear on, kicks out the door of the submarine, Pulls out his knife and just starts because he's a biologist. Cutting, yeah. Starts cutting his way through the shark and he gets to the shark's heart and Jason, then he starts like Jason yeah. Statham's character. Yeah, and for he, the first and one. then he yes, cuts yes, the yes. shark's heart out inside the shark. And I was like, if they put that on a movie, I'll pay to see that. And I paid you, to see it, and they didn't put it in there. Eve, you have no idea. So awesome. The yeah, first no, Megalodon, I, I was really excited. Tiny Megalodon, bigger Megalodon. I, that ate I, I, Megalodon. I, I, I was, was like, what? So for, for Megalodon 2, I've heard like, there's no like for sure thing, but I've heard it's about the parents coming back of the Megalodon. <gasps> I know. Yeah, I know. How so, old are they? They must I, I be so know. old. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But the tr- it's it's it's, 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 it's called it's it's Megalodon the Trench. So it's like something even deeper. Ooh, but cool. the first oh, Megalodon, so they're coming out of the. Trench. I went. Yeah. Here, here's when I first. Saw, I was I'm so interested. excited for the Megalodon, and the week it came out was the same week as like my uncle had passed away. Aww. So I went back to New Hampshire for my uncle's funeral, and we went through it, and then we got out, and then my cousins, who the guy who passed away was his dad, they're just like, ugh. I don't know what to do afterwards i was like like treading lightly i was like well we, 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 yeah, we could go see there's a shark movie i've been trying like this 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 death happened in a weird area because i've really wanted to see the megalodon and they're all like yeah so we went to like a dinner theater which was there in new hampshire and we all went oh chunkies Chunkies. It was yeah. Chunkies, yeah. It used to be a Lowe's, and then yeah. they turned it into a, a oh, Chunkies movie theater. Yeah. Wow. So we went there, and man, it lightened the mood. Because like, <laughs> yeah. we brought we brought the the mom, the wife of the husband yeah. has passed away, too, and it lightened the mood for her also. It's like It was escape. such a good That's thing. It was such a movie. good escape. Yeah. Yeah. And we were cheering at the screen. Yeah. Like, it was like the, the day of the funeral. Like, later yeah. that night, it's like... Oh yeah, <laughs> Jason Statham's on. like yeah. I loved it so like it was honestly it. turned out like it came out I was like they're like oh what did you think I was like honestly I think it was one of my favorite shark movies of all time yeah. <laughs> I'm not so lying. like I loved yeah, it that much. the little girl's adorable <laughs> the little girl is so adorable yeah like you want to yeah. fuck my mom okay yeah. she's <laughs> like I get it you like her she likes you too yeah yeah and you're like what. <laughs> I love the Megalodon. Yeah, I think it's going to be so amazing. Good. So, yeah. So, shark painting. Shark paintings. If you want yeah. shark paintings, go to his yeah. Instagram. Yeah, now's the time. Get, yeah. pu- get Start pumping them this, out. I think at this point, this episode is probably a two-parter. But that's okay. Um, 
we are part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network, Freddie. Mm, Freddie, yeah. what other shows can we can we find in the Inner Circle Podcast Network? The Hood Diner with the, Homie Kaz. Homie Kaz down in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. they're they're fucking um, bomb. They're they're bringing out. He's doing a lot of like uh, food uh, videos and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, like good pizza shows and stuff. Like oh that. yeah, he was doing that when he came out. We yeah, went to Dave's he, Hot yeah, Chicken. He, he's teaming up with like a lot of big people. <laughs> mm. I don't know too much detail. A lot of fat guys? Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, like like six, five, and tall. Yeah, oh, big, okay. big TikTokers. And big like, and talls. Yeah. A lot of big and talls. Biggies. <laughs> Biggies, yeah, yeah, yeah. What other shows? Um, Untrained Eye. The Untrained Eye down in Tampa, Florida. Hmm. Oh, angry, them are boys. Angry stepdad? Angry, angry Just dad. dad. Angry dad. Angry there we go, there we go. Good job, <laughs> <enough>, Grant. <laughs> angry the, Dad Podcast thinks they're a California brother. The abusive Father mm. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Angry Dad Podcast. <laughs> uh, he is... Uh, He's a show up in San Francisco. Mm. Um, really good friend of ours. He does a lot of bodybuilding podcasts and pushes the bodybuilding network. Uh, really good show. I was on his uh, episode less than a month ago. So you can go check out me guest starring on his episode a month ago. Mm. Um, what other episodes? What other uh, shows? Uh, the Plunge. The Plunge podcast. My brother, Riley Trudell, out in New Hampshire. They just raised... $15,000 for the Special Olympics of New Hampshire. Fantastic. I know, right? Um, I, I like to say that I helped, but this year I didn't really help as much. I, I donated a little bit. Last year I produced it, so I Did went I out there. Did I call this year? I, thought, I, thought I don't I think you, you called in last year. Oh, when I went out year? to New Hampshire and produced the mm. show. But this year um, I didn't as much because I don't have as much money and I have a pregnant wife. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right. But... They they all just last week, including my dad. My my dad joined their team, and they all did the plunge, as the uh, which is them jumping into the ocean in the middle of February in New Hampshire, which is yeah. really really cold. Yeah. So they did that, and they raised fifteen thousand dollars for the Special Olympics by doing that. So, yeah, go check yeah. them out. They're an awesome show. What other shows? Shit happens when you party naked. Shit happens when you party naked. Um, behind the paywall because they are too dangerous for real show they got canceled yeah. what is it like a dollar i think it's like three three fitty because of because of his job or something three fitty yeah that's what he did i'm gonna need about three fitty yes exactly yeah, for three fitties you can join them on patreon you enjoy the shit happens they used to be free but then he he uh got canceled but because somebody at the company that he was working at said he was too vulgar and then they threatened to fire him, so he went behind a payroll. I mean, he does live in Florida. He's a little risky. He doesn't. He lives in New Hampshire. Oh, I always confuse them. No, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Untrained eye. You already mentioned them. Um, New Jersey. Oh yeah, uh, Simmons and Moore. Simmons and Moore podcast <laughs> with, with Bobby Blue Jeans. Bobby Blue Jeans also having a kid the exact in a few weeks, just like I am. Mm. We're having boys at the same time, so it's gonna be funny if we have a boy at the same time. You should swap him at the hospital. It'll be a funny I mean, his will be black, so <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be a little bit hard. I'd be like Jackie, and in, in, in New Jersey too. Mm -hmm. uh, creatures of the night. Creatures of the night, also with them uh, together. I think actually we covered them all. I think we yeah. did pretty good. Mm -hmm. That's all of them. I did a great job. You did a great job. Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah. sat there while I did the heavy lifting. That's right. I know we did. Um, and then I also want to throw in one more podcast, which is not part of the Inner Circle podcast, but uh, Prop Talk. 
That's the new official podcast of the Property Masters Guild. Um, And we're going to start getting more consistent, I promise, um, as we go on. Um, I'm the producer of the podcast. So far, we've gotten one two-parter episode. So we got the Women's and Prop Masters, which is fantastic. Got some amazing, classic retired Prop Masters girls that have gone up and through the ranks and have done some amazing works. Has Eve been on it yet? Eve is not a prop master. Oh, but I thought you were having like other <laughs> departments in. Um, we will at some point uh, in time. <laughs> yeah. Come on later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we uh, our second our second episode that we have is about the rust situation. Mm. Yes, exactly. So fun, it's a bunch of prop masters and, and weapons professionals talking about the rust situation, which is done pretty well so go on check out that i'm trying to get an episode going recently about just the the academy awards are you allowed to announce the thing what you've been working on to the guild um about getting into guilds i mean uh yeah cons and stuff yeah oh no we got approved we got approved yes we're gonna be officially the prop masters guild will be have a presence at the la comic-con so I will yeah. be, I know, I know. I know. With the be, coolest props that the cons ever had. I don't know. We're still working through the legality of what props we're allowed to bring because technically, I mean, with Prop Masters, it's a weird thing because we make stuff. Listen, we can make false promises right now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we make stuff and we're allowed to do, but later. then we usually make extra stuff. That we got we the hot dog fingers from yes, everything yes, everywhere. exactly. <laughs> stuff like that. Like, we're not necessarily, we make extra stuff to cover our ass, but we're not let necessarily, like, we don't necessarily have to account that stuff on the yep. books. Mm-hmm. So when we have to put everything in, we can keep it for a private collection as like... What, is Disney you know, Accountant so going to come down there? And <laughs> well, okay, so it's, it's, it's something, it's something like Disney this. Might. Let's say Let's say Marvel, okay? You make you have to have eight a Captain America shield, but you make a ninth just for just to make sure you're covered. Yeah, that to eat ramen was, out of that, at that home. That, that ninth Captain America shield was never accounted for in the books. So after production's over, that goes into your private display. You know not what that I mean? this happens. Yes, no, yeah, not <laughs> that this happens, but that goes in your private display. In theory. So when you have a thing and you're able to show off at a con, you can't just be like, "Well, I got the Captain America shield that was shown on screen." And this thing, yeah, <laughs> you can't because then Marvel's gonna be like, whoa, 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 <laughs> you're yeah. not supposed to have that. <laughs> I mean, I'm good as long as Disney never opens the asset box. No, no, no. <laughs> so I know here's the thing is about how it's going. It's like we're working through the legality of it, and I think we're a, we're gonna be able to do it. Just we need to get permission, and it's gonna be a borrowing aspect. So it's gonna be like, hey, can we borrow Captain America Shield? They're gonna be like, yeah, we'll take it for the con, and then we give it back right after. Yeah, and it's just us because we created and we have a upper hand in being able to acquire this type of props because we are the ones who created it and made it and was sure. able to do it. So by asking, can we borrow it? It we give us the upper hand because we're able to say we made it. Can we borrow it, and then we'll give it right back? And the usually nine times out of ten, they say yes, especially for an event like this because mm. of who we are. You still have some cool things in your kit, right? The Steve Urkel uh, yeah. glasses? Again, like I was saying, I'm not supposed <laughs> to have those Steve Urkel glasses. <laughs> but there may be extras. That, that wasn't on you, yes, dude. Exactly. <laughs> He's retired. Exactly. So, yeah, you can check out all those shows at um, innercirclepn.com. Um, you can check out Every, I mean, you can email us at failinghollywood at Instagram. You can email us at 
uh, failinghollywoodpodcast at gmail.com. Um, mm-hmm. Just do all that stuff. So, yeah. It's been a good episode. Until next time.